dude. Start the podcast. Wow. We recording, Gordon? Gordon's recording. Let's go. Hey, that that's the cleanest one I think yeah. we've had so far, man. That's perfect. <laughs> You're natural already. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to another Freedom 35ers. We're Cardano NFT podcast, episode 32, technically episode 33 for all the OGs out there. My name is Tommy. I go by T-O-M-Y. My name is TJ. I go by Lazy T. And I am the other Tom. I go by Lavish Bear. And tonight, we're joined by some ADA superheroes out here tonight. We have Cardano Man and Clark Kent. Guys, welcome onto the show. Thank you so much for having us. Great to be here. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it, man. It's been dope, man. We got a, awesome. Yeah, it's we got some uh, big players inside the space tonight, man. It's, it's dope to have you guys on. I've seen you guys all over Twitter throughout the you know many months of us doing this stuff inside spaces, inside projects, man. I know you guys are OGs inside of this uh, this this NFT world that we live in right now. So happy to have you on. Happy to host and uh, jump into this podcast, man. Dude, I am super happy to be here. I love I love that you're calling me an OG because I, yeah. I, when I came in, I didn't feel like an OG. Yeah. But now it, it's so long and so many new people have joined the space that I guess a lot of people consider, you know, right. me an OG, but I'm, I don't. So it's crazy. What do you, what do you, what, how long, what, how long do you put your stripes in to actually be considered an OG inside the Carano space, right? Like we've been here a little over a year now. Um, I, I got in during August, so that was, I felt like I was early, but there was obviously people way before me. Um, what about you guys? Let's, let's always start that out. It's a fun thing for our guests, for anybody who's just getting to know you guys. Um, we can kind of start with you, Cardano, man. What was your journey into Cardano and, uh, CNFTs and your kind of timeline into this world? So we hopped in August, right around August, similar, similar to you guys. Um, and I have to thank, uh, Clark Kent here for, for bringing me to Cardano because he, <laughs> for a while before we jumped into cardano we were just in the like vague general crypto space um mm. we, we were on you know the binance smart chain which was terrible. terrible. <laughs> yeah um absolutely terrible spent some time trading ethereum nfts and then i think clark actually got sent like the very first drop of cypher kicks um mm. it was sent to him from a friend and and he was like yo cardano has nfts like let's check it out yeah. and he sent me, he was like, I'm going to buy this one. It was a Coco Loco. He sent it to me. I was like, dude, I'm not. <laughs> it was before yeah. the drop, before the drop. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want to get into Cardano NFT. <laughs> right. but, uh, but, you know, lo and behold, here we are. So, yeah. Yeah. It was Cypher Kicks, also uh, Cardano Beans. Once oh, I, started I remember, I remember those too. I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. I've entered like six or seven of those. I mean, then they're, they're what they are, but like at the moment, like that, like rush of minting, like mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved every second of it. That was a good time though. You see the address drop, you copy and paste, you just hammer in the keyboard to get in there quickly. I remember those days. Oh, that was a good time actually. Yeah, everything was like a version of the 2500 club. If you were in there, it was just like project, 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 mint, mint, yep. mint, mint, mint. And everything it was just like, on. you know, everything was mooning in that time. It was so new too. I would just get on the day back on like when CNFT, just go log on. If there was a new project on there, I was checking the date and making sure I was part of that mint uh, back in that time. But it was such a different world that we lived in then compared to where we are today. And to see the evolution, even in this short amount of time is crazy. But that's awesome to hear that you guys were around that same time frame as us. Cause even me, I was talking to the guys like in August, uh, I think I've minted, like we've always talked about this on our show, the Cardano trees. Uh, I minted one of the super rares over there, flipped it. And before that, these guys were looking at me like I was crazy talking to them about all the stuff that I was selling. And uh, eventually when we started seeing some returns, they were just like, all right, like, how do we get into this? Well, you were crazy at first. That's I mean, 100%. Just, 
that. Some of some the stuff you bought, so. a, little, a little crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Tarman the Gucci ball, the first NFT, CNFT I ever bought. Um, yeah, it was, it was like a fun time, man. But it was so new. Dude. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I, and I, you don't, I don't think anybody can really understand NFTs until you actually purchase one and, and kind of get the grasp of what it means to be in part of a community and just own something. Um, uh, you know, just it's it's really it's really weird to explain. What's, that, what's the full expl- explanation of like why can't I just copy and paste and say it's mine? It's just you just can't. It's not yours. It's, so don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so hard for people to wrap their minds around seeing these pictures online to, to say like I just want to copy and, and paste it to my screen now. Like that's mine now. But you just can't do that. Oh, it's yeah, right. Like I remember that. Like DeFi, like you said, you guys came around that same time. We were messing around last year. TJ got us into Safe Moon. Uh, back no in like April last, yeah. yeah, got us going on that. We started getting a pancake swap and hearing all this crazy shit going on. There's DeFi summer. We got you know our taste of uh, we're messing around on Binance. Yep, yeah, we were in the BNB token well. and all that. Swapped a smart chain oh. BNB. Oh, it's a pain in the ass, bro. Yo, if you if you come from the Binance ecosystem, you are built for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing that will catch you off guard <laughs> yeah. that you're not ready for. That Dude. was the most relentless fast-paced fast-moving like crypto ecosystem ever you you buy something 10 minutes later it's up 100x 10 minutes later it's worth nothing i remember minting like safe panda and like uh moon token moon pirate all that crap that just coming out yeah one doge all that stuff dude i was like oh my god yeah it was it was a weird time man so we were just like all right yeah we'll we'll get into this but then nfts at first like the stigma to that was just like all right you buy one of these things and they're gonna rock it up and that's right around like the time like board apes really started to take off um in that time frame and then um you know from there the crypto punks all that stuff was being bought up by like visa we were talking about that and it's just like that movement started and we were just like okay well we're in cardano we're early over here Things are super cheap. There's no gas. You know, it's just it's it feels safe in this little area. It's going to moon up. Um, and it's been crazy to see like the uh, the evolution of where we started and even currently where we're at and how much volume these other chains are still doing over us um, with that amount. That room to grow is, is still so high for us on this side. But I feel re- I feel very good, especially after you know about a year under my belt. Um, just about like the technology, the space, the people that are building here. It, it feels like a good place to be right now. Um, Absolutely. So, um, anybody too, just just tuning in for for us. Um, these uh, the podcasts. I know we 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 did do a live stream over here. We switched our schedule around just for Freedom Thirty Fivers. Um, we do our F Thirty Five live. These are going to be kind of like our deep dives um, into projects. We've kind of always done that through our podcast. You know, like kind of hammering in on topics and set lists and going, you know, really in depth on some stuff. And I think um, you know that's where that Monday night is going to be reserved for uh, for for us. Kind of spread out our content a bit. And uh, these, where we're doing now, like with you guys, where it's, you know, let's, let's just talk, let's have a good conversation about some awesome topics, great projects still. Um, but, you know, just kind of let the conversation flow a bit more on the actual schedule podcast. So if anybody's wondering, that's where, that's the reason that we're, we're doing what we're doing right now. So I'm going to TJ and Tom, you guys want to speak on that at all, but definitely. Well, I like the spread. I mean, it's nice. I know we've already said this, we said during the live stream, or a lot of the reason is because we come out Friday mornings, we were doing the live stream Thursday night. It just kind of seemed everything was on top of it, you know, itself. We were stepping on our toes. So I think it'll be nice to have that spread live stream Monday, you know, then the show comes out Friday morning, give that, you know, kind of time for people to enjoy yeah. it on their schedule. 
Not only that, though, we talk Wednesday night. We're recording now. It's Wednesday. And then we would do a live stream Thursday. So we have almost very similar reaction and conversation, just similar topics that we just talked about. So it's it's hard to to watch two separate videos of the same shit we're saying. So it, that, that's why we kind of did this, the schedule change, too. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure, you know, Clark and, and uh, Cardano, man, you guys probably have somewhat similar issues when you do like multiple spaces back to back or you're doing one space. And then you jump in one right after because that one ends and then a similar topic or the same topic gets brought up, same project. And you're like, well, I mean, what I said said an hour ago was really good. (laughs) So I'm not going to, you know, like I'm not going to come up with something else. Like it was I said it perfectly before. So I'm sorry if you were in there, you're going to hear it again. It sucks to suck. Go back and listen to the other one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely different too. Plus you don't want to drop especially this YouTube world, man, like doing like four to six hours of content back to back, dude, I don't got time to watch any of that shit. Let's be real. Like if anything, you know, like I'd, I'd rather spread that out and give you a few days to kind of consume that if anything. Um, so that's kind of the reason we we're doing what we're doing. Plus we having guests with you guys on, I think we've always envisioned like a podcast. You always see some of the, you know, the bigger names over there. They always have whole guests onto these shows and what a better chance. Why would I, you know, hammer into a bunch of different topics about things. We get a chance to talk to you guys, you know, with guests being onto the show, let's learn a little bit about your world and like keep that conversation rolling. So I think that's, we're happy to have you guys on for the first time where we're kind of transitioning that format back to an actual, like, you know, just conversation. Um, so appreciate you guys jumping on tonight. We got, uh, we got some fun stuff. I wanted, uh, I guess the first question that we kind of wanted to throw out to you guys, uh, Cardano, man, especially, man, you've grown exponentially inside this space. Um, you know, over 13,000 uh, followers on Twitter now. Um, I wanted to kind of ask you, dude, what's it been like? I feel like you've been like kind of known as more like a, a personality inside this Cardano uh, NFT space. Um, especially with that set, the profile pics on unrecon- it's, it's a fire profile picture. It, it is so recognizable. I, I, I would admit it personally. I think it's a fire picture. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have to ask, what's it like being a personality insider? Do you, do you see, do you even think of yourself like that? Um, and how did that kind of come? Was that always something that you kind of wanted to do or how did that evolve for you? Uh, it's interesting <laughs> because I don't think I would have ever envisioned that it would have gone to this point. And I don't even, I don't even want to say like this point because I don't, think I've done or become anything that is so substantial or great. I'm just, I think what I'm the most thankful for is that I've gotten myself in a place where people like you reach out to me to have these conversations and I can reach out to people who are creating projects and have conversations with them and learn about their process. And Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like, like the greatest thing that Cardano man has given me is aside from the people at like IOHK and the Cardano foundation, Anyone in the CNFT ecosystem, I'll say Cardano NFT ecosystem, I can get to. Like I can, I can DM them and they'll respond. Um, and that I think is the best thing because yeah. now I can make genuine relationships with everybody, Excuse learn me. about what they're doing, have conversations like this, um, and hopefully provide value that people want and respect. You know, yeah. I like I always wanted to maintain my integrity because I am just a person um, yeah. and I care about what people think of me, not as much like, oh, he dresses weird or, oh, he sounds weird, but I never want anyone to think of like Cardano man as a sellout or as someone who doesn't have integrity. Um, And it's really easy for that to happen. Uh, So uh, it's been interesting. This, this growth journey has been really interesting and the approach I've taken to this ecosystem has been different. It started out really educational, like from, from that perspective, mm-hmm. because as you guys know, we spent time in the Binance ecosystem. It's you start to learn what a rug pull <laughs> or what a bad project looks like. And yep. then there I went into ETH NFTs. And so when Cardano NFTs were just blowing up, 
a lot of people literally didn't know what to look for in a project. They didn't know who to trust, what things you're supposed to evaluate, whether it's the team, uh, whether it's the art itself, whatever it is, people just didn't know. So I was kind of just very vocal and, and stern about my opinions and what I thought of these projects and what I thought the founders intentions were. A lot of people literally just want to make money and leave tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of easy to tell when that's the case, but for yeah. a lot of people, it isn't for me, it is because we came from Binance. So, <laughs> you know, so that's, it's been kind of crazy to see how it's evolved over time. And now I just feel like a person, like I, I'm, I've spent less time grilling projects because I realized that a lot of the things on my Twitter were negative. Like I would just tear projects apart in yeah. real ways, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like not unfair, but still, I know what you mean. Yeah. And I didn't, I was over the negativity. So I kind of stopped doing that. I also think people learned, like I wasn't, I wasn't needed as much. I mean, people didn't need me to quote unquote, save them because right. everyone learned once you get your money stolen in a rug pull, you, you start, your defenses go up. You start to, right. look, you care a little more, you look a little deeper. I think everyone went through that and, it felt a little unnecessary for me to just keep tearing projects apart. So I've tried to be a lot more positive, lift projects up and, and just be a, a member. community. Well, I'm curious what you, cause we, it's something, you know, we discuss quite often um, when it comes to that too, you can only make, you know, so many posts a day. You can only have so much time in the space. It is finite. So we've found too, you know, you end up, if you end up focusing sometimes too much on like, there's so many projects you just like, don't buy this where we're just like, the whole show could be that. We could spend two and a half hours doing that. And then no one's going to watch that. Like, just, <laughs> like, hey, thanks for thanks for the two and a half hours of what not to do and just terrible things that aren't, you know, <laughs> worth anyone's time. Uh, why is that worth my time to watch? So we just end up focusing on all the projects we do get into or enjoy or see that catch our attention. And that seems to take up enough of our time where, you know, you just you end up just not even worrying about any of the negative stuff because you don't have time for it. You're kind of like, yeah, I, I'm passing on it, but, you know, do what you did. Oh, but you made money? Great. Awesome. Cool. Well, I wanted to kind of, you, you said something there. It made me think about the name itself, like where Cardano man and like that Ada superhero. You said they don't need me to save them anymore. Did you feel like in the beginning, like, Hey, I'm here to help people out to a point where I, that's where that name and that moniker kind of got adopted or it was that, was that how that kind of, or what was your process behind that? So when we created the account and me and Clark made the account together okay. um, and he's helped oh, cool. literally right. everything from the beginning, we and created it. I, <laughs> I wanted, Dude. what's up? No, I was going to say real quick before you got into that. I always, cause Clark's sitting here and I'm just like, yo, I thought you two were the same person. For that. I, oh, I, I swear. I, I would have bet a thousand dollars on you guys are the same person. <laughs> I, I just thought that. Clark Kent was your shit post account. Like this is yeah. the one I can go to. It's my alter ego. You know, it's Clark Kent. Mine, account. I go on here. I can say whatever the fuck I want. And then, you know, like people will just think like, is this Cardano man? But I, I was convinced it was just, you know, one person. Same. I will Clark say, I thought you were going to have glasses on. A little disappointed, no glasses. He just busts out the. <laughs> Dude, the you should have put him on with a gun. <laughs> so when, when I asked, when I was like, "Oh, can Clark Kent join?" Did you guys expect? Well, I, dude, I I'm not gonna lie. Like I thought you were just about to hit like a booth and just turn around, and then all of a sudden just be back. It's another <laughs> it's Clark, guy. Yeah. Swapping personalities. That would no, be amazing. It, it was funny, man. So, so you guys created that account together. How did so you guys were both posting from that account? Was that both your mutual thoughts, or was that just like, hey, it was, how to? It was both of our mutual thoughts. We yeah. would we would sit down and and sorry, for yeah, the, you're good. Sometimes we get Tom's cat that does the same thing. So it's fine. <laughs> Tom's cat barks. I mean, doesn't yeah, it doesn't yeah. quite bark like that. But <laughs> it makes an animal noise. It makes noise. Yeah. 
No, but yeah, we would sit down and think together about how to write these tweets, what to write, what is relevant, what can we, you know, jump on that's hot that people care about. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we see that bothered us? Like there were the whole reason that in the beginning I felt like I was bringing value in in the direction of education from that direction was because I would see things that people were posting constantly and buying. And I was like, I know where this is going to go. Like someone has to say something. If no one's going to say something, this is not good. So that was kind of where we, where we came in. And when it came to creating the account, we were looking at the Cardano NFT ecosystem and we didn't want to come in as like ourselves. I didn't want to make an account like Dory, like at Dory, because it felt better not that i wanted something to hide behind but if we're going to build a brand and a reputation it's kind of better to build it around like a character like a superhero right um and and we've seen that with a with a lot of accounts like even hosky yeah it's a shit coin it's a dog but it's a you connect with hosky you're not actually like necessarily connecting with the person behind it you're resonating with this character that is hosky so I think it just made sense for us to to come in from that direction and have kind of this other thing that that people could connect with and stand behind that yeah had a place well we even saw that with um i remember someone was joking around grumpy bunnies uh in their account and they said something back and they actually said like well actually we got like three or four people i'm just one of those people that handle this account so i'm not sure you know what who you were joking with but it wasn't me the other day um so i, I think like you said though just to that the effect like it goes a long way like having then you guys also can both tackle it early on when there's just so much to cover um i can imagine having us three like having the three of us i think gives us such an advantage sometimes where we all have our little roles we uh, are able to help each other with yeah, 100%. I would not be here without Clark and he would not be here without me because the one thing about our relationship, which actually like continues into our professional work world and also just our friendship, we both bring very different things to the table. This mm-hmm. man, Clark, is in every single discord. He knows yeah. about every single project. He's on every single whitelist. He is literally in the weeds. He's the man. I- yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's fun being a full-blown especially the last like two weeks in this like new era where you have to like camp out on twitters and get og to even be able to mint like Mm -hmm. i've been the biggest fiend and like (laughs) all over the board because like you just kind of need to if you like want to flip and make money like oh 100 we're the same way where we had like now we have a discord we had we had to create one at some point when we had this going but like you get people in the discord that throw it at you or that one of us will do the same thing and it's like you need those resources i can't you know none of us can keep up anymore if you're just the two of us back in the day maybe um but i wanted to send that out because obviously the three of us we've known each other we've been friends for 20 plus years um how's the friendship impacting you guys acquaintance yeah whatever you want to call that you're all right man. <laughs> Friends is strong. Um, my my little window neighbor over here um no how's the friendship been for you guys kind of um when it's transitioned like you said from professional and how does that give you guys an advantage for what you guys do i think it's been great i think we've we've grown closer we've been friends since we were like five years old so yeah that's awesome grown. similar okay yeah, yeah, yeah similar. Same, how yeah. Long, you know well how old was tj tommy when it's probably about like five i was five yeah yeah. So it's been like 26 Very years, so something like that. Help. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we grew up together. So we also know each other really well. That's yeah. also an advantage. Like we know what's in each other's minds. Um, mm-hmm. We know how we're, you know, we look at things from different perspectives uh, in certain ways. So 
it's just been good to have that kind of diversity of what you bring to the table because only I can only bring what I bring to the table. He can only bring what he brings to the table, but Cardano man is kind of bringing both. So right. Really helpful in that sense uh, for sure. Well, okay. So, so there's always been two people behind the thing. Would you guys ever, the more you guys get out into these spaces and kind of start talking about your, your, the two of you guys together, would you guys ever consider changing the name to Cardano men? <laughs> so we actually have, we, we talked about this for a while. The thing yeah. is like, I was, I'm, I don't know how to say this. Like I'm naturally a little more well-spoken and outgoing and that's like my skill set. It's what I like to do. I like to talk, yeah. I like joining spaces. I'm a, I will critique. I'm a little, I'm a better writer than him. I can say that <laughs> proudly. Um, he's, he's gotten so much better over the last five <laughs> yeah. months. Um, you mean like on Twitter and stuff like that? Yeah. Most, well, same yeah, thing. Most, yeah. Like I don't Tommy's, write anything yeah. on Twitter. I'm terrible. That Tommy handles uh, all Tommy that. Tommy does a fantastic job on Twitter. He's better with I, words. You know, I'm the writer. I do editing and stuff like that. So it works much better. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we all have a role to fill. Right. So it's like a, like I said, a good balance between the two of you guys. Right. Yeah, and that, and that's why we created Clark Kent so that he so that because it was at a certain point he was like, dude, no one knows who I am, and it kind of feels shitty to put in all this work. And right. I agree, I don't want it to be like that. But I also didn't like we both didn't want to kind of like destroy the Cardano Man lore. I think we both right. thought it would be a little weird to switch it to Cardano Man. So right. I was kind of like. Well, <laughs> What, how do we get around this? And it worked out. And no, also it, it, like DMing people, like we <laughs> would have, we each had like our own friends from the same account that we would DM. Yeah. It's like, you can't not know who you're talking to when it's like <laughs> well, on that level. You guys have done a great job because the fact that we thought you guys were one and the same, that already went perfect to what you guys were doing. I feel like you guys could just eventually, you guys could grow in this brand. You guys will have like a whole universe. You could set up the whole like the Marvel scene or the DC scene, something where you just evolve Cardano Man into its own ecosystem if you start building team members with you guys. Uh, when, be- when comic book. Yeah, dude, you guys, I, shout out to that, man. Well, I'll say back to the PFP that you guys love. All of that goes to Bajuski, who mm-hmm. yeah. like, so long ago reached out to me. It was like, he, I think he made it without even me asking. Like, he just DM'd it to me. And so I was like, it's it, iconic it is so now. Good. It's, it's good. the CMT space, man. It, yeah. I love the artwork for that, man. It's such a good, good thing. I can't imagine, like, for you guys, you're just like, damn, man. I, I would, I if I would have got that thing, I'd be like, all right, well, we're not changing that picture anytime soon. Yeah, they actually are minted too. There's five really? of them different colorways. Uh, that's cool. That's attack on Vitalik policy ideas. That's dope. That's and a dope Reggie project. Clay has one. Um, I don't know what the other like three. Yeah, are, we but. we gave them away just on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and it was perfect. They do comic books. We're you know a superhero. It's like the perfect match. Yeah. Uh, to create that, and he he asked. He was like, you know, do you want to work on a project? I'm pretty delicate with that stuff because. Mm. I I don't think I could be Cardano Man if I had a project. And right. if I'm going to do a project, it's going to be something I'm really passionate about and feel like I can actually build on and handle. And I've spent the last four months trying and looking into every possibility to create what would be like a Tekken Street Fighter style video game. Yeah. Where the characters are NFTs. And it's like, all right, well, I don't have a million dollars to do that. Right. And I'm not going to take other people's money to build it later. So I can't do it right now. Like maybe yeah. in the future, I'll be able to pull it off, but I've tried and I don't, you know, I'm probably the biggest idiot ever, uh, to be honest, because I could have a lot more money than I have right now and have a project and, 
and I'm probably an idiot for not doing that, but it just feels like the right thing to do. No, you're just you're just sure you're in your morals though, too. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to tarnish that. You've built something reputable and you don't want to tarnish it by just throwing out a random project because your name's on it now. That's why we respect that a lot. Before well, we started this show, the amount of times we looked at this just like Damn, if I just didn't have like any integrity, we could be just killing it. Right oh, now. we could just easily rug pull so back easy. in the day. It'd That's be so easy. Rug pull. I mean, especially back, like, I'm not sure. I'm, I mean, I'm sure TJ had a similar start to me. Like, the first time we finally were like, okay, we need to get into this CNFT space. I need some people to follow. I probably just searched on Twitter or maybe probably just went through Tommy's follow list. It was jumping on a bunch of those. So that's that's really what I did. Yeah, Cardano <laughs> Man was like one of those early ones then. Um, but back then, one of the big ones that uh, you and, and a couple other names that were calling out were like just clearly stolen art. People were like, oh, I'm so excited for this, man. I can't wait. I'm going to mint 10 of them. It's only like 35 ADA. ADA was like 220 back then. And then you guys were all posting pictures like just Google like reverse image like this picture. Like half this stuff was just copy and pasted like right out of google it wasn't even take from an ethereum project or something they just copied everything over and those are the ones i assume too you're like i have to say something i can't just like people like throwing 75 dollars at this like oh this is going to be great and, but it, doing that kind of thing like it was just the most low effort then they were selling people would sell it i mean sometimes they wouldn't sell out but whatever you still only sell a third of your project and you know it was oh yeah, it was copy and paste. yeah you're yeah, exactly you just filled in the colors on some pictures off google back then yeah well i i think to argue what you got as far as building a project man what you guys are building is a brand right now um you know that and in reality that's more worth than any any 10k project that you can drop right now uh long term especially if you plan to be inside this space man you guys are very well received inside the community um well respected and like you said you, you have so many new opportunities and access to new contacts because of what you guys have done and done for the space itself so I think that's more valuable than anything, uh, especially like uh, we, we've talked about that as well on our show. Like, hey, you guys, would you guys consider doing a project? It's like, unless I have something meaningful at this point to offer, I, you know, I, don't, There's I would nothing. never. And I, I got nothing right now. And like yeah. you said, I don't got millions of dollars um, to go ahead and do anything. So the best thing that we can do is get in front of these creators, uh, talk to these people inside the space, people that we're fans of as well, learn about what they're building and see how this space evolves over time and get that information to more people. It's one of those things too. Dollars, you don't, CJ, Tommy? Yeah. Huh? You don't have a million dollars? I wish, man. I thought we were like pretty close to getting me full hologram so I could just, you know, <laughs> that'd be dope. Just have me projected right here. No, it's one yeah. of those things though where you don't want to create something you wouldn't mint yourself. I think that's yes. where we kind of stand with that. Like, I'm not going to just make something just to make it. If I'm not going to act, if I wouldn't actually mint it, I'm, why would I make something? That just doesn't make any sense. It, it goes even down to that as far as reviewing projects sometimes, man. It's like, I, I don't even want, if I wouldn't mint this myself, like, why am I talking, you know, why am I trying to push this out and, you know, we run run into in the YouTube world. It's it's tough. It's a tough tough it's like subject um, to kind of keep going, but at the same time, not want to stay true to your values. So, um, at the end of the day, though, I think people see like the realness in, in you guys, um, and hopefully in us as well. Where we're just we're being genuine about what we do, what we love, and trying to grow the space itself. Um, so. I really appreciate that. And I know that can get taxing sometimes. Like Clark, you're saying you're in every discord, you've been hanging out on Twitter, you're grinding whitelist, dude. Have you guys, we've talked, we wanted to always ask this because we've definitely, I think, experienced this at some point here, especially in the last few months, grinding the way we have is, is burnout, man, especially inside this NFT space, dude. I wanted to throw that to you guys. Can you guys kind of experience this burnout to the point where you guys are like, I just need a break. I need to detach. I need to, uh, my social life's taking a toll. My health's taking a toll. Like, I just need to take a step back or have you had anybody reach out to you to say, yo, get, you should take a step back. Um, I, I want Clark to answer first because 
from my perspective, this man never burns out. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely want to hear what, what you have to say about that. Um, the answer is yes, of course. I mean, like, especially there's some times where just like your NFTs aren't selling, you're getting shit mints, you're just not like hitting <laughs> it. Like, discords are slow. And like, I mean, like this space is just so mentally exhausting to keep trying, try to even keep up with like more than like five or 10 projects at a time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, Honestly, the biggest thing is like on weekends, I try to like really just put my phone down and put my laptop away. Unless like I'm really not doing anything, then like then my entire night will be in Discord on JPEG store and like really in the depths. But I mean, for the most part, like you just have to take a break, like at least like two nights a week, like fully, fully detach. Yeah, I I agree with that. What about you, Cardano, man? It's been the last, I think, two months have been pretty brutal, not even in the sense that during those two months have been burnt out, but I've really taken a big step back from Mm -hmm. from my involvement in everything in the space Um, from, you know, I used to host Twitter spaces religiously um, and I would do it all the time. And I and I used to be in Twitter spaces and I would put a tweet out every day and me and Clark would text back and forth. You know, what are what are we bringing to the table today? Uh, Mm -hmm. And I. It's not that I've lost my motivation or my interest or my passion. I think quite literally things got old and boring. And I I was saying the same things over and over again. And the things that I were saying, there were 10 other people saying them. And I was like, fuck this. Like, this is like, it wasn't like this when I started. Now it feels a little stale. And so I'm, I've kind of taken a step back and been like, look, I'll be there when I need to be. I'll be there when I want to be. I'll tweet about things that I feel like I have to speak on, or if there's something that comes to my mind, whatever, but I don't want to wake up every single day anymore and think, what is Cardano man tweeting? What is Cardano man doing? Like that killed me. It it was like, well, I have things outside of Cardano man. That is a life, you know, (laughs) and I was neglecting all of that. So yeah. Dude, yeah, I, I feel you, like, especially, like, in that sense of waking up and be like, what do I have to do today outside of my regular responsibilities um, in life, you know, like, uh, we we all work, you know, career jobs over here, we, we wake up, do our normal nine to five or eight to six, whatever it is, and then get home 6pm later, 8.30pm, and okay, guys, we got a plan. Hey, we got to do this. And it's just like, holy shit. There's some nights where you just want to be like, I don't want to do any of that. I want to just go chill. I want to play video games. I want to detach mentally myself. Um, and now it, it seems like, especially for us, man, I, I know that feeling where I get on, I'm on till eight to 12 o'clock at night. And then it's like 2 a.m. hits and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, that's my time that I actually had to myself finally. And I'm spending later and later. And all of a sudden now I'm waking up later and, you know, it just impacts your health. It impacts the it just mm-hmm. It's so much, man. So um, I, I've been feeling that a lot lately, too. Um, so it's it's good to hear that there's others, you know, that that are big inside the space that have kind of gone through that and how that can really affect you if you don't let it get control of it. So I think that's something that a lot of people don't speak on. I've seen some people put good threads together on Twitter for that. But um, I think that's an important part, man, is there's well, life outside of this world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think even like same time frame as you guys, the past like month, month and a half, like all three of us, we talk all the time, all week, but then Friday, Saturday, Sunday hits, we'll maybe if the mint's going on, yep. we'll mention it. But outside of that, we don't talk. We just spend time with our family, do whatever we have to do, just detach from everything in our phone. So like, I completely understand what you're saying is there was nights where we were going every single night, just looking up stuff, collaborating, thinking of stuff to do, stuff to, to talk about. So it, it does, it does. If you do this stuff all the time, you're going to get burned out quickly. Well, and also like, I mean, 
we, we do have our lives outside of this, but even our life inside this, it should still be fun. You know, we're Absolutely. making money, but it's nice when you can actually jump in a discord and not just be like, Hey, what are you idiots doing to get my floor price higher? Like you can actually kind of joke around or there's some regular names in there, you know, sending some memes. It, it's a good time to actually get in and do that. And it even messes me up where, um, I'll, I'll miss things because of that, because of the burnout. Like I remember we had the week, I think the first CNFT live we had gotten on and we did like two uh, hours of planning week. the night before you guys did, uh, Aaron's the cowboy crypto show that night. We did the four hour live stream. Then Wednesday we had a sit down first. And then we, I think we had, I don't know, it was 10 back then or, or who it was that week. Um, and then we had the show we recorded the same night. And Thursday we did something as well. And it was just like, this is, this is way too much. So then the next week, I think we had a sit down scheduled for Monday with like a project to talk to them. I remember sitting before that, just like, I don't want to do this at all. We're like, did they cancel? And it sucked because then, oh, it didn't suck because then it was even better because when we did the thing, I was like, that was fantastic. Like they were, I don't remember who it was, but it was like, they were so cool. Um, I'm so glad we did this. Uh, I, but I just wasn't at the, that time. Like I was just, oh, man, Eventually I really want to sit here and do nothing um, as opposed to, so I'd miss out on stuff. And same thing with projects. I'm sure you guys have had it even more with some projects where, uh, especially like you said, Cardano, man, where things um, kind of repeat, where you're looking at roadmap after roadmap. There's a period everyone is just game, metaverse, token, token whatever utility <laughs> is. Every single one mm-hmm. is the same thing. And it ends up becoming where, like, I, I just would, like, look at some of the projects. Like, I just, I can't read this. It's all the same. You know what I mean? I'll read the one, two projects before it be the same exact thing. And then you don't mint something that ends up actually being quality or, you know, does take off. And you're like, son of a bitch. Like, I was just, I just wasn't in the mood at that time, though. Uh, yeah. you, you mentioned something, Tom, that I, I, I'm going to skip a few topics here out of order. Tommy's going to shoot me, but I have to bring it up because you said the word metaverse. Um, so, to me, metaverse is uh, you're wearing your VR headset, right? And you're you're actually in 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 the world in a sense, right? You're moving around through with your with your paddles and shit like that. And you're walking around these projects, which eventually I'm sure there will be a metaverse. Hopefully, that it will be able to link your NFT to the blockchain to the headset, and you're able to walk around. Right now, essentially, what they're creating is to me just an open world game with your mouse and keyboard. It's not really. A metaverse in my opinion what is your guys take on what is a metaverse to you this is a hot topic it is i have a definition that i stick to and it, and it is what i feel um and i'd be very content with these things being considered metaverse and this being like what it turns out to be i'd be very happy i don't look at the metaverse as like uh vr what's that what's that movie that came out ready, play, ready, player, ready one. player one that's what i picture <laughs> <laughs> so I picture that, but not actually you're in a VR world. Like think of GTA, think yeah. of Rust, think of all these games that are already open world. You're running around. I think when people, what I think, and I think what a lot of people think when they hear metaverse is now embed an actual economy into this mm-hmm. world that is created on GTA, an economy in which you can bring money in and you can take money out. And right. that's what hasn't existed until now with Sandbox, Decentraland, and things of that nature. And I'd be super happy to have that. Like, if I'm going to play a game like GTA and you're telling me I can make money and I can buy things early on when the game releases and they're going to hold value and I can accumulate kind of an inventory of objects that you already do in GTA. You already buy houses. You already buy cars. You already buy clothing. But they're worth nothing, really. So now you embed an actual economy. That's exciting. And I'm excited about that 
Definitely. That's a great point. I never thought of it in that aspect of, of, of the economy of bringing money in and taking money out through the metaverse. I really, I like that. That's well, a good point there. I like the owning of your own NFTs. Like you own the assets at that point. That's the big difference maker right there. Like you said, you spend all this time grinding these video games, getting up to these certain levels, gaining these items, whatever it is that you're doing, progressing. And then one day a new life cycle happens and a new season happens, something like that. And all that progress is reset and all your time is then back to grinding that same specific thing. But what if, like you said, all that stuff that you put all that hard work into and money, you're now able to take and say, you know what? I don't want this anymore. Somebody else can have it. I get a currency back to be able to sell that. And then I can go do something else. And I, I like that. I like that aspect of it. And I really like that's where I like the play to earn gaming and NFT gaming really gets me excited for. Um, and TJ, I understand. I think we're trained to hear like the, the VR headset kind of things. Right. Facebook and meta and all that stuff. Like that's like where the future goes. But honestly, I fucking get motion sickness, dude. I don't want to do that yeah. shit. I'm not trying to punch my TV and my monitor. Out what? I'm all about that. <laughs> you want to pad in a room to start swinging. Yeah. So, uh, Clark, <laughs> what about you? How do, how's your feeling on that, man? I mean, I feel like everyone's definition that is like creating one now is really just going to be some sort of open world where you run around. But it's interesting that everyone starts with land plots or like a house. Mm -hmm. and then it's like, but then it's like, what else can you actually do in there? And like, what will you integrate to make it so that I right. want to spend time on my on my sponge? Yeah, come sit on my couch in my house right now. That's all we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, like you need to incentivize the world that like people are actually living in and running around to actually make it worth anything. Well, I feel like most people right now, especially for metaverse and gaming ones, most people are buying it to flip it, mm -hmm. not to actually use it and like utilize what it will become. 100%. Which is really interesting to see if that transcends into... Like what happens? I, I think I think the real big thing for like Web three too, and like what a metaverse could be is the real people who are planning to be there, who are setting up shop, establishing roots early, building a business, setting a, you know their base foundation there. Those are going to be the people who succeed in the long term on the on those things because they have a goal, they have a vision, and like it just in real estate and other things right here, you know, people had to get in early in order to plant those roots into a good spot in order to grow it. You know, it just didn't become valuable overnight. Um, with this stuff. So yes, you're going to flip that and people are going to, you know, make some good profit along the way. But I think the long term for this isn't just a uh, a year and, you hear, and it's come and gone. It's going to be years uh, for a lot of this stuff, especially for these guys as they, they do. Some of this stuff hasn't even been online, like you said, a few months and people are expecting, you know, the sandbox, they're expecting World of Warcraft, they're expecting GTA, there's some sort of crazy game where these people have millions of dollars, great developers, teams that have spent years of research to do this stuff. And it's like, what do you expect from these guys? Yeah. Um, you know, and I think people have false expectations or uh, of what a reality of what a metaverse could be or should be. Um, I'll put that all on the people, though. Some of these projects, you look at the, the previews they put out. Um, you know, and it, it goes into what something both you guys said when you mentioned GTA and you said how there are these separate worlds is like, how much is there going to be able to do? You know, some of these videos you see a lot. They're very, um, the, the, the quality of the graphics are nice and, and they look good, but like, you know, how much are going to be able to interact in these? Is it going to be like these Facebook ad games that I see where they maybe have a decent art style, but it's mainly just clicking around. Like how much am I going to really get to? And as far as myself personally, when it comes to metaverse, it's, like, I kind of want to see that all inclusive, like a verse, you know, a, a, a when you say world, I don't 
right now, like and TJ, you mentioned this too, where it's almost like these standalone games where each one will have their own entry costs and different ones. Like, am I going to have to play each one separately? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really looking for like, that is where the ready player one analogy I enjoy where everything was contained within its own world. And then you could visit those different areas within there. Um, and, and it also just goes into like, okay, if I buy the dog verse project and that ends up being shit and no one plays it, I can't use that anymore, but if it's like an all-inclusive world and I like my dog, I can use that within that, that world, that avatar and that NFT um, within this like Cardano world, as opposed to each little individual one that each has its own entry price. Yeah. Some on um, some of these projects, maybe thousands of beta at that point, um, just to get in and see what it's got, what it's about. Um, and then like going into the GTA thing, I mean, that's built already. They could, you know, if they wanted to, I'm sure there's a lot of legality stuff with it, bring in real money because they have casinos, they have gambling, they have racing, betting, store ownership. It, it gets really in depth how long that game's been out now. They've gone crazy. Um, so to do that and transition it into some sort of like, you know, using a cryptocurrency seems like they could, it's, it's very doable. It's very uh, reasonable, uh, something they could do. Um, but then having the game on top of that, like obviously GTA has, so much more to do besides just a couple financial things right the replay value like, yeah exactly is it, is it fun to be there like do yeah. i even want to be there 100 that's, the that's going to be big it's like if, if you're building something that is similar to a game uh, i mean early on i think some things will be enough of just kind of like a new hype value like this is cool i'm getting to show off my house or my property and you can come and walk around with your clay or whatever but down the line, then is there going to be people playing that in a month still doing the same thing? Or is it just going to be like, remember when that first came out in the first stages and then nothing happened? Uh, so getting something like a, a serious real game going um, where that people come back and want to continue to play is, is going to be a big uh, hurdle as well, I think. Man, I don't know, man. The metaverse world just seems like I feel like I've been hitting like a low when it comes to the word metaverse. Uh, I'm getting oversaturated right now. Um, I don't know about you guys, though. I'm kind of in the same boat. It's like, oh, another land. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to mint that, and hopefully it flips up for a little bit, and then I'm going to wait, and that's all I can do. You it's know? definitely a Hansel word still. It's hot right now. You buy a, you buy a land plot, you're going to cool. be doing pretty well afterwards. So to off-topic our, uh, our structured schedule, I guess, we had tonight, um, <laughs> th this brings us, though, to a really, I guess, not a, a hyped mint that's coming up this week over here is cornucopia's game which kind of embodies a lot of what we just talked about um over here where these guys are building a triple a game uh with pretty graphics and an economy a game played first and so much to promise um but it's very early man and their their land sale the first of their land sales is dropping this weekend um starting on friday june 3rd over to tuesday june 7th um uh, clark and carl man this guy i'm assuming obviously you guys have heard of cornucopia's game if you haven't been in this space but what are your guys initial thoughts on a land sale from them um are you are you excited for this are you guys kind of sitting on the sidelines or are you like I'm, i'll admit that and you know what, what's what's your kind of feeling on, on on this land sale coming up i am intrigued because the way they're doing it if if you have that um graphic that shows exactly like the price tiering is really interesting to me yeah. it feels as though this is their way maybe of weeding out people who are looking at this just as a flip because now you're you're not you know exactly what you're getting there's no random like gamble with this like there's no chance you're going to get a large pot if you buy a small one like mm -hmm. you're going to get the small one so i'm i'm really intrigued to see how this turns out uh, this is a new way of doing it. I'm not surprised because it's the direction things are going, and especially with ADA price decreasing, I'm not surprised to see 
these longer, like kind of more developed businesses at this point, mm-hmm. basically say, look, this is how much money USD we need to actually make this work. We can't look at it in ADA anymore. It has to be this dollar amount because our business runs on US dollars because we're an actual business, which one day that'll change and actual businesses will run on crypto, but we're not there yet. So because of that, it's interesting to see this price here. I've seen mixed reactions. I'm personally excited about cornucopias. They seem very legitimate. They seem like they're they're actually building something that could be really fun and really playable and that they've thought about these things. Um, but the price here is interesting. I, I'm really intrigued to see how it goes because part of me is like, damn, I wish I could get one of those epic plots, but I can't really afford to spend thousand bucks. Yeah, I just can't. So I just think when they put it in USD, it kind of like, damn, is that really how much I'm spending? Because yeah, when you, if it it's just you an ADA, right? you don't really notice it because it's ADA, right? But when you see actual the dollar amount, it's like, shit, am I really going to spend a thousand dollars on this right now? And it's like, do I really? If would I go out of my way to spend a thousand dollars on a normal thing? And this, no this, job. and Lucy, where I'm like, I want two of those. It's like, damn, I, I'd be happy to spend a thousand dollars on anything right now and get a good, you know, a good return. But if you told me I was going to spend a thousand dollars right now and I'm going to have to wait, I don't know, a year before I'll be able to really get to really get the benefits of that. Like, where do you, you know, like, where's your, uh, your long term investment really mindset really going to be at? Um, and are you caught up in the hype? Um, that, that's the, t- that's the thing for me. And obviously seeing the price structure like this, they did lower this cause this was originally higher. Uh, that copious plot at one point was 1500 bucks in which they took feedback and, and actually lowered that. So that was nice to see. Um, at, at least that they were, had some, you know, the community, I know the community was like, well, why do you want so much of this? And okay. triple a game. That's, you know, they're for me, that's, they need funding for that. Right. I think TJ, you mentioned they were in a space the other night where they said they have funding for up to three years, yes. uh, the first three years worth of stuff. So that that's good that they have that, but obviously they still have to get money. Um, so seeing this kind of a system built in place is interesting. I think the schedule part of this as well is also an interesting choice instead of doing a lottery type system like Clay Nation did, um, because we've heard the devil's advocate. I think we were talking to Tao Crypto last night and he was basically like, look, this is a terrible time for me. Like I am not available during those time slots throughout the day. I got stuff going on. Um, he goes, I wish I would have 24 hours to guarantee at least if I got a chance to get in. So um, you're not going to please everybody with a mint style. It's just an interesting way they went about doing this, I thought. How about you, Clark? Are you going to mint that or what are you doing with this one? Um, probably going to mint some of these. Yeah, I have a good amount of copy on Binance. I'm waiting for uh, the bridge to come over. Yeah. <laughs> ADA copy is worth a lot more than Binance copy. Yep. And keep buying the ADA copy, which is funny. Wait, yeah. go up one slide on this. I think it's up one slide. No, one more. Where they're talking about the discounts. Yeah, here. Look how look at how they they phrase this. It's like plot discount compared like compared on price per square meter. Yeah, You're getting a forty percent discount. <laughs> that is funny. It's like right. Yeah, I'm definitely buying some. I don't know about going all in. But yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. What would you say to go all in? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it goes to what you're saying, Cardano man. Where it's this is. I think the people that be most upset about this is people that are, you know, flippers. They're used to like that roll of the dice. They want to spend hundred ADA and they can get maybe a small, you know, hopefully the floor stays above that. They could get that Epic, you know, they could get that copious plot and 10 X their money right away. Whereas this, you're getting exactly what you pay for. And each one's going to have different markets. Like, I also am, have been pretty impressed with what kind of copias have shown us so far. So I think that copious plots could give you some nice return how much right away, like day of mint, I don't, because 
I mean, unless there's just enough hype with people trying to buy in and not getting enough of them um, released, but it just seems like the market's going to be kind of small for those more expensive ones on this, um, knowing that anyone can kind of put in their bid on it as opposed to some of the smaller ones. So I think I'm just kind of there too, like a small, medium, large. I think they're going to have a larger resale secondary market right off the bat of people that didn't get in on those and are looking to buy in early still. Well, I think too, it's interesting because you can only mint one per day, whatever time slot you get in, you only can right. get the one. So it's, it's going to be harder for people mm-hmm. to really accumulate a, a lot of them to flip, to, to offset everything. And, and to kind of tie mm-hmm. that back as far as people making multiple accounts too, right? And they've done this new minting system. The Q system obviously at first didn't work. They did the Javelin Mint that didn't go the way they planned. They gave away a bunch of Javelins for free. Um, back in the day. Now they've got this minting system that actually works very well, but you have to verify an email to get in. You have to connect to Discord and you have to connect a wallet all just to get into it. Um, And on top of that, the cool thing, at least I appreciate is that once you get in, it auto refreshes, you click the buy button and you sign a transaction on the front end and then it enters you into queue. It gives you that old school rush. That old school yeah. rush of like, oh, did I get it? Did I get it? <laughs> yeah, but it, they'll tell you and they'll keep you updated. But at least I don't need to sit by the computer anymore once I've right. sent it in. That's the only bit, only that's why I really do like the queue system versus some of the other ones that are even out right now where you have to wait like hours just to be by your computer that, okay, if my queue time's up, let me go mint. Um, so I do like this and it's it's decent for the people who are the higher tiers. Obviously, the OGs, you get four chances at doing this if you, in case you miss out each time, each one of these things. So um, but we yeah, have once you get one, you're done for that day uh, on that account that you have registered. So it's an interesting thing. Um, and it's cool that you have a chance to choose a small, medium, larger epic, but also sucks for people who are tied up on one of the days that they want something in that tier. Um, so it's, it's I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like yeah I'm out on June 4th. I cannot get a medium clock because I won't be available that day. It's just not going to happen for me. So it's interesting the way that they're doing this. But I, the other thing about this, like you say for the flip for these guys, right? You get that uh, common up to mythic um, rarity for these things. But what the hell is a rarity for it outside of just being uh, a bigger plot inside this game? Like, what does that even get you? Um, they did detail that inside this uh, roadmap this time around. Um, inside of, I think they tiered it as far as like, being able to get in earlier into the game, being able to choose like your actual landmark and where you want to be. So I did, I did like that. They actually broke that down this time, the rarity significance. Um, so you can choose zones, districts, um, you can choose like your proximity to, to water and nice views and things like that. So maybe that's the people that's valuable to them. And then there's a good reason to go ahead and drive a price point, but I like how they kind of started to flesh this out because I know a lot of people had questions about, well, dude, how many of these things are they going to make? Like, you know, are they just going to keep selling and selling to you? Is this going to become worthless at some point? Um, So inside of this, this little uh, PDF here, they've actually kind of detailed out the first three zones um, that that they're going to be releasing over here. And each of them have 8,000 plots per zone. So that's 24,000 for the first uh, three that they're releasing over here. Um, so I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to take a look at over any of this stuff over here, but they really did a good breakdown of what they got going on over here and the free, even explaining the free to play version of this, where if you start with a home bubble and this is just you know, for joining the game and then the landowners eventually are going to be able to get airdrops, um, for certain things, materials, um, coin, like all kinds of different things for being in early. So it's it's unique in a sense that this is one of the first like big play to earn triple a type games that are trying this approach right now it is interesting that they are letting you choose 
the plots and actually giving you coordinates to your plots. So that is right. going to be an interesting concept of when you actually get in there and pick where I want to be. And it's like, well, shit, I don't know anything about this now. Where am I, where am I going to go? Do I pick by the water or do I pick over here? You know, it's just going to be interesting how people choose where they're going to go. Yeah. Like what are your guys' thoughts on that kind of stuff? Like, do you guys, do you like that approach? Do you like the randomness? Like, uh, like uh, how do you feel about that, that kind of route where you can actually choose kind of where you want to go? I think, I think it's one of those things where we're not, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it until exactly you know, right. I see how it works. And it's kind of a fear that I have with even cornucopias, kind of every metaverse. I, I remember watching a video uh, that Paul, I forget his last name. It's Paul from Pavia. It's Pavia Paul. Yeah. And he's like their COO. I think I've got the name mm-hmm. right. I think it's Paul. Is it and Ross he, maybe the last name? I don't, I can't no, remember. It's something else, but yeah, he's a different guy. Mm. different guy okay whatever no i think it's whatever paul manuel i don't somebody know. He, he's a paul <laughs> he's the coo have you a guy <laughs> he worked on apex legends he worked on i think yeah. on a side company that scaled the game and i watched this clip from the people who created apex legends and they talked about that you basically have 30 seconds to a minute to captures to capture people's interests like their first impression will determine whether they keep playing the game or not mm-hmm. and that they basically knew that going into it and made sure that when they launched, everything worked perfectly because people load up the game and it crashes. They just might not load it up again. They're, they're going to be pissed and they're going to say, oh, this is a shit game. I'm not playing it. If they get into the loading screen and then something lags and it doesn't work, their first impression is not going to be good. And with something like this, where so many people have spent so much money on assets within a game that hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. And no one has any idea how this is actually going to play or whether it's going to be what we all talked about earlier. Like, is this actually an environment we want to spend time in? Like, because if it's not, then people are going to walk away and the value of things are going to go down. So I'm scared. Like, I have no yeah. idea what's going to happen with the, yeah. with the metaverses um, and with, you know, randomly choosing your plot or not randomly, you're going to be able to kind of select it. I don't know how they're going to, everyone's going to click at one time and you hope that. Depending on what tier you're I get flashbacks and metadams from that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see how it works and how they do it and and scary times. It is. Well, interesting enough, if you are a big fan of this game and wanting to get in early, this is your ticket to do that too because the more rare your land plot, it kind of determines the order in which you get to test the game itself. Um, yep. So having one of those rare ones actually get you, uh, you know, into that game. So people may be willing to pay for that. Um, one thing like too, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the actual like zones and what they're trying to, they, they are pushing this like brand, like build your brand inside of this world right here, whether it be PVP, esports, um, all kinds of different experiences um, inside this place. So that is the unique aspect that they're able to pull this off. Um, I mean, this, this guy's a limit for what you could do inside these places, because if you do think about a triple a game and you have, I could go advertise my business inside this game and people can go visit it. Um, and if you're big on YouTube or whatever it may be, wherever you're at and you're like, Hey, just go check me out in cornucopias. It's like, Oh, I can go walk over to you and see your stuff. Like, well, that that's a game changer now um, and for where things are going. So it's a cool concept. They have really good, obviously, um, you know, design the, the Unreal Engine 5 looks amazing for this. Like they, they have an amazing job. It's just a matter of 
you know, this is the first one out of this land sale. Um, I forget what slide it is. They actually show you the breakdown of what the roadmap is right here, um, where they tell you that, you know, this first three ones, there's going to be 24,000 of these things for these different three zones, Solace, Esperanza, and Fortune. And then outside of that, later um, later down the road, there's going to be nine additional zones for an additional 72,000 plots. Um, and that's coming sometime inside of uh, 2024. So automatically right there, you got, what is that? 96,000 uh, of these things right off the rip. That's crazy. So, which isn't even high because if you got a big, you know, millions of people play this game, you know, that's not even really big at all. Um, and it's in the large scale of it. So I just had to shout this out because it's an interesting one where people are now like, you take that dollar value and it kind of hits you in the face of like, damn, I got to spend a thousand dollars to get this piece of land right now. Like that's a lot of money. Um, and there's other metaverses that are out there kind of doing the same now where they're giving you dollar values instead of ADA prices right now. Um, so I, I, you definitely got to, it makes you choose, it makes that decision a little bit harder, I guess, uh, for everybody out there. Yeah. And I'll, I will say like when I, from just looking at this from kind of like a critical perspective, I don't even know if that's the right fucking word to use, but <laughs> like, if you think about it, Decentraland and Sandbox were the first some of the first to market um, and a lot of these projects are, and even people like the from the consumer side, they're looking at that as, as a kind of an expectation or a roadmap to follow. Like this is what happened. This is kind of the, the preconceived idea and notion of how these things are going to work. We've seen it with the central land. We've seen it with sandbox. We know that these plots of land go up in value. We know that people actually spend time in these games, but from a game development standpoint, what's cool is that, you do have games like Decentraland and Sandbox, and you can kind of look at them and say, what did these guys do wrong? Mm -hmm. From the outside, you think they did everything right because people are in them. But if you're really good at game development and you're a good CEO and a good CEO, you're going to look at them and you're going to say, how can we make this even better? So right. I would actually be surprised to see some of these metaverses nail it because they have something they can look at and basically be like, this is how they did it. It worked, but can we do it better and improve on all of these things that they, they can't because their engine is their engine. So right. I'm, you know, I have, it's, I have faith. We'll see. But I yeah. have faith. And the cornucopias dudes, they just seem like they know what they're doing. They have they're very, <laughs> very professional. I'll give them that. They're, they've set a very good professional. They do the podcast every week, the Kobe, um, the Kobe watch, all that stuff. Um, the new the site wiki. and the new minting style with the receipts and everything like that is fantastic. Um, yeah. So if they feel professional, right, like they're, and they're mm -hmm. transparent about who they are, what they're building right now. Um, and I think people, if you're in that NFT mindset of like, yo, you're asking me for how much I'm just trying to flip and mint this, you may be, this may not be for you, uh, for what you're building, because these guys, these guys plan isn't just a, Hey, in a year from now, you're going to be able to play this game. It's going to be like, yo, this goes over like a 10 year period that, that this world is going to evolve. Um, so it, it, it I feel like it makes it, this is just different. It's just the start. And it's kind of crazy that they're, they're building right now in the early days with Cardano before all the big, you know, before Hydra, before a lot of different things come online for this uh, thing. And I can only imagine as Cardano grows and gets more efficient, how that helps the game development too, for these guys on that side. So if everything goes well, they may be in a perfect storm to set up, to set position themselves, to be like a very successful project right now. Um, and the people who invested in early could really pay off. Um, it's just, you never know, but, um, it's definitely one of the ones where I, I'm, I've got an eye on it and I definitely would like to be a part of it. Um, how involved I am, you know, it just depends on, you know, the more research that you continue to do. 100%. More I think about it, that there's only 240 copious plots. Yeah. Kind of really makes me want to buy one. Right. 
That's just the DJ coming out, yeah. you know, dude. Like, ah, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Only 240? Like, how many sales of bubble jets of, like, the legendaries and mythics have been? Thousands oh. and thousands. Like, it would have even the OG the ones, there. too. The OG bubble jets, man, those things go for thousands and thousands of ADA right now. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The, I always, we just joked about this last time we were on stream there while it was still there. It's the Pride Rock right there. Instead, it's reminding you of Lion King. Oh, this guy. <laughs> like, uh, Sorry, I don't know. Sorry, what are you going to do to get us a copious? Plot? Bro, you, you got to get the copious, <laughs> right? What is June 7th? What day of the week is that? That's Tuesday. I'm bringing my laptop to work. What do you mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm camping out on the are, they not, are they not all like pre reserved already at this point for OJ? No, 240. So you, you, everybody, they just start in tier one. So they have an early, they have one step like early from you guys. Like I can only imagine, like you guys are going to need to be on like fiber internet, like something crazy, because that's the only way you're going to be able to get in that quick. Um, have your clipboard with the copy paste of your password already ready to go, like all that stuff. Um, Cause it's going to be crazy. I can only imagine getting into that. So um, I'll be rooting I, for you. Yeah. I, 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 won't, I won't be, I won't be on that one right there with you guys, but um, yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Cornucopius for what they're doing. I know it's definitely ambitious. Um, it's cool to see, man, these guys uh, very professional and they're, they're establishing themselves as one of the, the metaverses to keep an eye on for sure um, inside the space or what that is. Or I just like it because I'm a, I'm a gamer too. So it's cool to see a game um, kind of doing what everything that we're talking about for where a lot of these things are in the future are going to go. We're retired um, gamers now, Tommy. Come on now. Yeah, right. Definitely retired. I know you're <laughs> not retired. Yeah, he didn't say retired. He said we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another uh, topic over here, guys, that obviously we're known for inside this space here is Yummy Universe. Um, we, we've talked this all the time. Um, we met with the founders, uh, talked to the devs. You know, we're, we're big fans of what they're doing. Um, but the CNFT community this past week has uh, kind of opened their eyes to Yummy as well, man. And uh, they, they've had a, a crazy run this uh, the last few days over here. Um, have you guys, I know, I'm sure if you've been in the space, obviously you've seen what they've got going on, but what are your guys' initial impressions of what, you know, uh, you know, are you guys in yummy? If not, um, you know, what, what do you guys, you know, you're feeling on this or what is your perspective for what these if guys you're not, are doing? Adios. See you later. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, guys. No yummies. No yummies on our end. Damn. Okay. Well, that's, to be fair, we minted a yummy. Uh, way back when and mm -hmm. i know a lot of people were unable to mint them mm -hmm. and i was you know we took it not advantage of that but we looked at that and we were like all right everyone wanted to yummy we got one no one else was able to get one and we gave it away and right. it was like the biggest giveaway we ever did and i cardano man has not done a giveaway in a very 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 long time wow yeah. um, and maybe we should do another one soon we kind of just completely stopped doing that it got to a point where i was like we are not building the right follower base. If we're doing this, right. I think we did like seven total and we were at like three or 4,000 followers. And I tweeted something and it got like not a lot of engagement. And I was like, this mm -hmm. makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And I realized, well, it kind of does make sense because we've done a fair amount of giveaways. So what's the deal with these followers? So at like three or 4K when Cardano Man was there, we stopped doing giveaways like all together pretty much yeah. and tried to build it, build our follower base up uh, organically. But Yummy was the best and biggest giveaway we did we gave it away and we didn't, yeah. we didn't buy back in uh, probably stupid for doing that. They obviously have built an amazing brand um, and they, their NFTs are cute and awesome. And I think everything they're doing is, is going to be probably pretty great um, because that's how they've been the whole time. They've kind they kind of have been just grinding uh, yeah. almost quietly. It feels like mm -hmm. and it's funny because 
about two weeks ago, Clark and I did an exercise looking on OpenCNFT, literally thinking like, what is the next project that's going to go to a thousand floor? Mm-hmm. Look at the volumes. Yummy was sitting at around six, six million total uh, volume for, for ADA. And if you look at the other projects in that range, uh, pending what they are, you'll realize that it kind of was sitting as this weird outlier. So you've got Dead Pixels, Ape Society, Chilled Kongs, all the boss got stuff, Claymates, Pavia, Pavia doesn't count, but Space Buds, they're mm-hmm. all at a thousand floor and they're all sitting at 10 mil volume. Then you've got projects in the middle that are around six, seven million volume. They're all sitting at around somewhere between one and, and 500 ADA floor. And then you've got Yummy, which is sitting was sitting at a 500 ADA floor at seven million volume. And it kind of felt like it was in this middle range that it had more volume than the projects that had similar floors to it. Right. So I was kind of like, yo, this number feels a little weird. This looks like it's primed and ready to, to take off based on those numbers. And I said to Clark, we should buy a bunch. And uh, <laughs> then we didn't pull the trigger. But I mean, it it was inevitable also because the amount listed on secondary yeah. was mm-hmm. their staking mechanism. Like yeah. I think more and more over the next like few weeks and months, we're going to see these OG projects that have stood the test of time so far that like the holders love it. The communities love it. And then just people aren't going to sell. And like the floors are just going to move up. It's, right. It's it creates that FOMO, like that demand for people wanting to get in. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to hear. Cause like, obviously we we've been involved with it. Um, we've been following it for, for all these months. And I, I get it. Like, cause we've been the same way for like chill Kongs, like where we've been on the outside looking in. I said, well, I meant to, you know, those in the beginning sold them off and never looked away and those things are doing really well right now. So I don't know too much about what's going on there. So from your guys' perspective here and that it's interesting too, because it's like, you guys are looking at the analytics, which you were probably way more advanced than most people over there about how they evaluate projects you know, and how, what's, what they're looking for to pump out there, but that's good information for you guys, where you guys are actually studying that stuff and then can actually see the results of that where us inside of there, we're like, we know these release dates and these roadmaps are about to hit. This is going to probably take this off. But um, one thing that we could not have predicted with these guys was the, the partnerships that they had lined up out here. Um, these guys have done, like you said, that quiet grinding, I can only imagine what they've really been, who they've been talking to and what they've been setting up. But it felt like every day they had a new partnership for this yummy token that they've been announcing. And today, the newest one that they've talked about was with Artano, um, where you can actually utilize yummy to buy, sell an auction with the yummy coin on, on Artano's platform, which is actually insane. Um, and recently we saw the pet bot mint, which we've covered earlier in the week uh, with those guys were able to mint with actual yummy coin. Uh, to get it and get a thing over there. You can give um, a CNFT predator membership with CNFT jungle with yummy. You can pay for that. You have trading fees and things like that that you can use for trading tent with yummy. They're, they're, they're putting so much out there in the works for this stuff. And, and the game hasn't come out. The card packs haven't come out there yet. But they're giving utility to the coin itself. Um, and we kind of saw that price skyrocket in the last, um, you know, few about a week over here. And then there was some catalyst events that happened as well. Um, with big whales inside the community that bought that uh, most specifically was uh, Arctic, uh, Arctic Alpha over there. Um, he was he was one of the ones that really tipped the scale. Um, 
But yeah, man, it, it just feels like these guys have definitely put on the grind. We've talked about them a, a, a bunch and outside of just the artwork, like you said, they're building a brand. Um, and, and even here, like drift drops, right. You're going to be able to claim, uh, if you stake with their stake pool yummy, you're going to be able to claim for more tokens here coming up as well. So they're taking advantage of like almost every single platform in a space. And it's, I don't know if it says something to me, but it's, it definitely does. Is like, Hey, I can mint your project with yummy. Like that's the power of this coin right now that they're actually giving that utility right there. That's, uh, it's a pretty big statement in my eyes. Um, you so don't early, see it. it was pretty big. It was pretty well, cool seeing been- that. It's just not a catchphrase in a project. It's not like, oh, we're going to have a token. No, they're actually giving you utility for it, which is, it's great to, to see that in a project now. It's, it's rare. It's yeah, exactly. Rare. They're the first ones doing it, it feels like, in a, in a sense of outside of like, because everybody who releases these tokens nowadays, obviously that token's to fund their ecosystem, to build their brand, build the game, build something inside their, their universe. But these guys have now gone outside of that and stepped outside of their little yummy universe, no pun intended on this, and getting into other um, you know projects and giving it value right now. Um, so just to see that kind of community, like just really get engaged with it. You can mint other projects. They've now done two mints with it, uh, with I think it's Sketchies and now PetBot is the, the second one. And I can imagine that there's going to be more. Um, but it's been crazy, man. And the, the crazy part about this too, is the, is the, the secondary, they've added liquidity and they have, um, you know, you can, you can pair it up right now and you can actually earn, you know, a decent amount of APR. I think it was like anywhere from 300 up to, I saw like something crazy up to like a thousand percent at one point over on Sunday swap because you had to lock it in for 30 days. But this price point for this thing dropped over in the last week. It's shot. You can see it right here, man. Like the, the candle for this thing just shot, shot up, man. Check um, out Tommy's handle real quick. Jake Paul. Well, yeah, you can get on Jake Paul over there. If he ever wants to buy my hand, dude, I'll, I'll extort him. Um, good job, good job. Um, yeah, what do you guys, do you guys notice it? Were you guys ever playing around? Because I always thought about, you know, outside of Cardano, like play, playing with the back to the Binance thing of like play, playing with those coins, maybe getting into some of the metaverse plays out here for like the society token for age society, I mean, universe, rad token for uh, Cardania, maybe like you said, um, Pavia, all those different ones. Um, that you're looking for like this was one of the ones on my list but now seeing this jump hey dude people got paid off pretty well um seeing this and it's been so if you were a holder of this project i mean they, they were uh they gave you automatic value right off the bat which is crazy <coughs> to see it's been a while too i mean i know that was something we talked about early in the year we kind of hadn't heard much from yummy and then uh you know talking to the team over there and stuff they're like this is going to be the year of the, of the yummy like pay attention we got some things coming up here and it's been nonstop since then pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. And people are, like you said, diamond handing that um, to a point where it feels like dead pixels, right? Like you try to get a pixel right now, bro, good luck. Uh, there's almost nothing available right now um, in that ecosystem because everybody has them staked currently. Um, and the same thing starting to happen to these guys right now where the 63% of the 10Ks are staked right now and 57, almost 58% of these are staked um, on the seasonals. So that supply keeps shrinking more and more each day. Uh, so I, I like the pizza order counter there. Yeah, did you guys see that? That someone actually <laughs> ordered a pizza with yummy. <laughs> Domino's, yeah. The throwback to Bitcoin uh, on that back in the day. They did a nice little thing for that. Um, so yeah, these the uh, my my advice to anybody new um, trying to get into yummy because you know if you get out price, I mean the floor like you said is about a thousand eight now for one of those ten k's. The best way people I recommend is going over to CNFT Jungle. They do give you the the amount of yummy that one of those Nerus earn on that website. Uh, and it's not always based on rarity rankings either. Like you can, you know, you can have a higher ranked one and earn less yummy over that staking period. So go over there and maybe like I always tell everybody now, if you want to spend a thousand ADA, 
go buy one of each of those seasons and then summer one still to release here. Um, it's the last one out of the four, but one buy one of those seasons. And if you hold one from each four for a thousand eight, it costs you to get those. You're earning four extra rewards throughout the entire year. Um, versus for buying a OG Nauru that earns 4,000 yummy. That might cost you like 2,000 plus ADA right now to get that. So that's my little bit of like alpha play for anybody looking to get into yummy. Eventually get the 10Ks because they're always going to tie back to that. But um, that's that's kind of where uh, my mindset is with these if you guys aren't in there. Um, Definitely yeah. something to look at for sure. I know you've been even still sneaking some in, Tommy. You're, oh, you're, yeah. you're getting ready for your summer drop here, the burn. Uh, Oh, I'm, I, my goal is always to hold 10 of each season. So that way I'm earning 4X on those 10 right now. So I, I got all my stuff staked in here. And we, we've shown this multiple times throughout the week. It's just how the staking website works, where you can actually bring these things in from your wallet. These are all currently staked away in their own smart contract that are earning that yummy token already. And then they come back to your wallet whenever that pay period is back. And it's either three, five, or seven weeks that you can lock these things up for. Um, so showing this off, you can kind of see what you have staked inside your wallet where whatever we're going to lose you own. Um, and then you can also choose the length of periods you stake these things. So yeah, these, these are just showing off the, the values change depending on how much, how many weeks you select and it shows you how much, uh, how many Nerus or how much yummy you're earning. So it's a very, very interesting system. They, they definitely thought it out even to the point there when you sign this transaction and stake them, it automatically mints the amount of yummy that you're going to earn during that staking period with it. So that when it goes back to send it in the smart contract, they don't clog up the blockchain with a bunch of transactions on payout day. Um, so they've, they've definitely smart thought ahead on a lot of different things. So that gives me confidence maybe to say that the game, um, it, you know, they're, they're taking the right precautions and steps to, to launch that properly. So I still think you're early. If you haven't got in yet, I just highly recommend people take a look at this. Not financial advice, though. Not hey, make me want to <laughs> Dude, I mean, we're always known, I guess, yeah, you call us like, hey, you guys are yummy maxis. It's like, I guess we are, man, um, at this point, and I'm okay with that um, inside the space. I think it's always just a, a testament to the people. Oh, let's go. Here, I thought that was parked up. Got to flex the shirt. Like, How'd you get one of these? <laughs> it's just one of those things we got in that time. Clay and Yummy were the two big projects at that time and have, you know, fortunately been ones that have, have withstand, withstood, you know, the – the, all the new, you know, metaverse and projects and tokens and stuff and have adapted to the space. So it's fun having been in so early and been a fan, like genuine fans early on, not just kind of looking to make a quick flip. Um, something we believed in, you know, Clay as well early on and, and seeing them continue to succeed is, has been awesome. Yeah, it's, it's I do have this though, the Clay hey, Nation. There you go. Okay, there nice, you go. dude. I need, Perfect. I need this shirt, man. I, I got the hoodie. Um, I'm still waiting for my seatbelts so deck, it, man. Are you? Yeah, I got the the sweet fellows deck. Coming I'm waiting for it to come in. Yeah, I do. I had to show that off there on Yummy Second. I still got my little sticker from our little thing there. I don't know where to put it. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> Man, it's um, painful. It's painful looking at all, at all this yummy stuff because we gave away a red paper crown yummy, oh. and I think the floor is like. What? Oh, it's fucking painful <laughs> yeah. dude I, 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 there's so many of those projects where you do that like i sold my chill kongs back when they were like 300 or 200 and something like that i've sold two clays at 100 and 300 data so i know the pain of like looking back yeah, at that so it, it hurts man um but yeah these guys they're even teasing like these new card packs and things like that like they got they got the art they got the brand um and, they, and apparently they got the tech to back it up so they feel like a force to be reckoned with and i always akin these guys to like the pokemon meets like axie infinity kind of vibe to this um 
I could see them over surpassing though with the with the brand if they they're really looking to build like a brand with what they got. Like they went to London Comic Con this past weekend, and um, people who had no idea about NFTs or blockchain or any of that stuff, they're just like, "I like you guys because of what that really looks like." Um, so if they can ride that train and really build in, into that. Um, they got a chance to even just open the world to kind of blockchain and Cardano. It's cool that they're building here too. So, yeah. so shout out to those guys. Shout out to the brand. We're always big Yummies fans, but um, anytime we get a chance to talk about it on the podcast, you know, we're going to do it. So um, one thing I uh, wanted to talk about this week is we just got updated recent news on this is Aiden. Yes, Austin. let's go, just baby. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, doing this. Yo guys, you got your knot? over here <laughs> uh friday june 3rd at 6 p.m eastern uh reveals will start and i did not get a chance to listen to the space because we were getting ready to kick this off prior to recording tonight on wednesday um so i'm not sure of all the details but um guys that we officially get the date man these things have been sitting there for almost two weeks it's been at least two weeks now um with these things yeah. how, how, you guys do you guys got your knot yeah i got a couple um i definitely sold a few off Mm -hmm. uh, for a little ROI, but yeah, I still have a few. Yeah, uh, I'm in the same boat with you. I think I minted eight and I hold five still. So I, I took a little bit of profit on the way up. Um, what about it's you, hard Carl, not to man? with those floor prices, even on oh, revealed. Yeah. It's crazy. No, we, we definitely do have knots and I'm, I'm a big, big fan of Cardano Robin. Um, yes. We met in Miami like, it feels like a year ago, but I think it was only like four months ago. I got together with him and Cinnabon and, and yeah. Fat and a bunch of people, Rakindo, like a bunch of people from the community. Um, and he was just such a nice quality guy. And he's clearly been, he's been committed to Cardano from the beginning. So I'm just happy to support him, um, to be honest. Like that's, you know, I, yeah, that's, that's what I'll say. I'm just really happy to support Robin and, and yeah. also Bourbon. He does. Oh, Bourbon, Bourbon as well. Yeah. I, Robin was one of the ones when I was definitely one of those OGs. It felt like when I was getting into the space too, um, I always followed what he had going on. I love the stamps and stuff like that. So to see him become, like they said, that marketing, that team leader for uh, bourbon and what, and we, we got a chance to interview bourbon uh, when we did an eight and not segment with him and to hear his journey from where he started with Lovelace and him getting kind of picked up as a clay artist to his journey of, you know, the project kind of not launching the way he wanted to, to be handed it over to him, to him redoing everything and finally getting here with a bunch of OG support and then people picking up on that hype. And now this thing's sitting, you know, it's one of the most hype projects right now everybody's waiting for. It's really cool to see that for such a good guy and good team that um, is behind there. Cause they're, dude, they're all OGs over inside this space. Even the Aiden Knots uh, Discord, man, that was the reason I minted a Chill Kong back then because I popped in after we recorded one night and they're like, go mint these right now inside mm -hmm. that Discord. Um, so they're, they're definitely a team of good good guys over there. And I like I said, I like Robin as well. I haven't got a chance to talk to him yet. There's sure. a lot of people that have been in the space for a long time too. You know, just mm -hmm. the, the the project's been around. It's, it's gone through so many different stages now um, and what it started out as. So it's, it's kind of got that behind it too, that pedigree with so many big names just even in the discord because of how long they've been around um so it's cool to finally see it come to fruition here and they didn't announce how they're deciding the release structure they did say the third was when the third at start, 6 p.m they, uh, they didn't say Friday, anything yeah. as far as um like ranking or serial number i guess there's no ranking we don't know numbers. yet so yeah yeah i wish well, i, I knew it was a thing yeah <laughs> Oh, everybody seems to be on the hype train right now. And I love that he's doing like his, uh, his spaces now on these Wednesday nights, just chilling, you know, the weed whiskey and, uh, I forget the wall with the third one is, but yeah, dude, these guys are, 
are, are just building and they've been doing this organically. Uh, that's the big thing that I love about um, bourbon and the team over there is just that, you know, there never was like the big shill training for these guys. They obviously they did their interviews and stuff, but they've always been like OGs inside of space and have never been toting it in your face. It's like, come in this, come in this. It's just like, he wants the right group of people. It's the same way. Like you mentioned earlier, um, Cardinal man, when you guys like give away, give away, give away, you attract the wrong audience. Well, he's attracted his audience that he wants to be part of this. Cause this isn't just another, you know, people are going to flip this obviously, um, but this is also meant to be like a story driven, like uh, a community uh, NFT, where you'll eventually evolve your profile pick or your character over time um, as they travel throughout this story that the community is creating. Right well, now. he's given utility to some of like his uh, older stuff too, like the prototypes and the serums and stuff. He has yeah. like, uh, um, I don't know, I think it's a roadmap. I'm going to call it a roadmap. I don't remember what it's called specifically, but you can trade those in for certain items. Um, so he's given utility to all like the old stuff that he's done. He's it's, even uh, live on a space right now, right, Tommy? He was. They did their space. I don't know if they wrapped it up now. Let's they just tune in. It. We'll just let that play. We can just, you know, let that finish <laughs> out for us to show here. We can all take the night off, guys. Right. <laughs> oh, and they got powered by the Cyber Pickle team. They had a really good, easy uh, minting process. And it was Very an organic easy. sale, too. It sold out, but it, it was over the course of a few hours. Um, and it wasn't stressful, man. And I love that, where it was like, all right, I'm going to get another one. I'm going to get another one. Um, but you didn't know what you were getting. And I liked that that works for his minting style. Um, but did you guys appreciate that mint style over there? Um, for me, that was, that, that was a risk you take by, you know, you either tank the project or the project builds hype and anticipation. You mean with the reveals that you mean their, yes. their choice to make I, at first. I mean, I, I don't like it still because I want my NFT now. I don't like waiting, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's worth being patient. Um, it, like you said, it's worked out great for them kind of building that excitement and hype, uh, from my understanding, you guys probably have a little more um familiar familiarity with this coming from ethereum because that's not where we started i understand a lot more projects kind of do that reveal style um after mint um was yeah, that I, even when you guys were in there were they kind of a lot of projects still doing that um yes some of them were and what i will say is i wouldn't be surprised to see the price fall a good amount uh, yeah. when they reveal everything and that's normal yes that's of course they'll correct a bit yeah. Yeah. absolutely because right now it's all in the excitement and the hype. It's building a lot of this. Um, so oh. 100% seeing that correction. I'm just trying to figure out why TJ sent me this announcement thing over here. I'm I clicking mean, in it. In their just... case, it worked out perfectly. Just because it... like the way the slow mint, Arctic Alpha did a fantastic thread on like why yeah. the project will succeed is because it didn't have any hype. Everyone who minted it was like, I'm buying this because I want it because it took like six hours or whatever to sell out. Uh... And you wouldn't, didn't even know what you pulled. I know. Well, that's the thing. I was too much of a coward to sell because, like, I saw like obviously my value has gone up clearly because exactly that's my mindset. But shit, I jumped instead of one. Because I'm, one one. Yeah. I'm the person that's gonna look. I'm gonna look. See, okay, what was it? Oh Damn shit, that's what it was. I know. I, I would. I would. I would no, yeah, I have to. There's no way. There's no way. If I could. <laughs> the yeah, now the problem is I've sold a couple of them just to take profit, and of course those are gonna be the legendary ones that I go back to look at the serial number. But like, Damn it, dude! Like, why did I get rid of that one? Yeah, uh, I agree. luck you kept it. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, yeah, Cardano, man, I agree with you too. Because even if the project does very well and, you know, the pro for the, the rare trait ones, they do sell pretty well over value where they're at. There's obviously going to be the floor ones too, where people don't want those. People are going to dump those. Pro I, could, I could see what you, you know, that hype will die down a little bit. Um, I can't imagine. I mean, I mean, I'm sure over time it can do that. Um, and it's interesting to me because I always heard what he was saying when we uh, he told about the, you know, hey, the story's doing this. Each one of these um, Ada knots have a different, um, was it a class or um, a, what is it? A, 
a type, some sort of type where they're like, what is it like a medic or um, something along those lines where they have different types of Aiden knots and each Aiden knot plays a certain role inside the story where there may be a Aiden knot that's on the secondary market that gets an airdrop for something and incentivizes somebody that if they aren't holding it and they're trying to sell it. They maybe they want to keep it or maybe somebody wants to go snipe that right now. Um, so it does, he can even actually, you know, target certain traits where you, you can really control, um, you know, the actual collection by doing things like that. So I think that's interesting. Um, but I think you got a loyal enough fan base here, um, organic growth to sustain for this project. And um, if they are able to execute the story very well, um, the community responds to it. And, uh, you know, those different resources you'll be able to do to tra start to transform the actual thing. Compounds um, and the Genesis, uh, the antidotes. Yeah. And the radioactive he teased mm -hmm. on our thing, man. Like there's so the sky's the limit for this project. Um, it's just cool to see the organic growth. And I think he said, this is the only last like collection he's doing other than that. He's going to maybe do some commissions and stuff. But for right now, this is it. Like he's put his heart and soul into this project. So, and it shows it's, it's so well done, man. So shout out to Bourbon. I fucking love it. And I love to see artists making like real good money from this stuff. And I'm scared because I think uh, this, the NFT community as a whole is trending away from, from that. Yeah. Um, and that's why you see, look, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think if you talk to the clays when they launched the original collection, and if you talk to yummy when they launched the original collection, I don't think either of them thought that they would be building a game or a metaverse. It yeah, was no. what they had to do to maintain relevance mm -hmm. and make sure that the value of their NFTs continue to go up because everyone sure. in the community looked and they said, all right, I got these things. Now what can we do with them? Mm -hmm. People are asking that question more and more. And now you see metaverse projects selling out. And I'm scared that this space that started out as let's reward artists, finally, these digital artists and artists can make a real living. Now it's like, well, no, an artist cannot build a fucking metaverse. <laughs> yep. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm growing a little scared. So I'm super happy to see something like this, where it's like just pure artistry and creativity and, and just thoughtfulness in terms of every little detail. And you talk about the serums and mutations, like that's all just different forms of creativity and artistry. None of that is like. I planned this, you know, probably at first some, you know, everybody had to adapt. And I think what you're saying too, because I talked about, um, I think I spoke to Lena, like the, one of the one few times that I did over in a mm -hmm. space, I asked I was her that. I was like, ask that question. Exactly. I, you know? I said, did you guys, when yeah. you started, started this out, like, did you ever envision you guys having a world where you had a music festival, a metaverse, was this ever on the plans or was you ever think about this or was this something that evolved? over time based on community demand to create the project. And she's like, yeah, like this is something that, you know, we never planned on. It kind of came about and we had to think about it. Um, it's glad, we're glad that we're doing it, but this was never the original intention. It was always, uh, it always centered around the artwork. Um, it's cool that they're able to do that though now because they're funded enough to be able to, to do that. And shout out to guys like Clay's and stuff like that who were in, in, in the early stages where they weren't getting those royalties in the early days, man. They were on CNFT.io and they were grinding. And, you know, now that all the new projects that are very popular, man, you guys got it good um, over there and they kind of paved the way. Um, a lot of people forget about those kind of things in the early days. So shout out to Clay's um, for that. And I know um, even just, I know we had this on the topic list. Did you guys see that, uh, that Clay allocation token uh, that's happening in June this month? Uh, they voted on how to, how that uh, is going to actually work. So if you hold the Clay Nation, um, one of the rarer colors, I guess, well, like the, you know, the blues, the, uh, the reds, the pumpkins, the greens, those are going to have a higher allocation. Uh, they vote. It was like a 20, was there 26 votes in between? It was yeah. very split. So, so close. I was surprised because it was very against uh, when I first saw it happen. And they had a rally kind of shoot to the top. 
uh, it was interesting to see like, uh, so obviously the rare holders, they wanted uh, more of that clay to kind of be distributed. And then the other interesting thing was like the rare traits, like the horse heads, the headless ones, uh, wings and things like that. They do not get a, an advantage. Um, I was surprised to see that difference. Did you guys catch up at all on that? Clark, I mean, it makes sense for like the color, the green and the blues to get more. And I yeah. feel like the reward of having wings and a horse head is that you're, when you do want to sell, mm -hmm. you can exactly sell right. 10,000 more Ada than anyone else. That's a good take. I didn't think about it like that. I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, I have a wing right now. I wish I, my, my thing's rare already. I should get rewarded even more. Um, it's like, I, I guess, chill out. Yeah. You, like you said, you get 10,000 more than everyone else. Calm right. down. Yeah. Don't well, be greedy. <laughs> I think it's scary. Like, because right? you're talking about, uh, collections that really when it comes to the rarity and the value determined based on you know what's rare and what's not it's statistics it's also just cosmetic based it's like what you get mm -hmm. there was never really anything more to it now you're adding more to it and that's a scary thing to do uh <laughs> because now yeah. people are looking at these rare traits and they see more than just oh well there's less of these it's actually like oh by buying this i'm going to get more opportunity right. than the person next to me and that's a whole can of worms you're opening up so right. i don't i think I didn't vote and I should have, but I think I probably would have voted against it. Um, just because I Colors think it, I think I would have I think if you're a member of a community and you own one of these NFTs, I don't know that because you own something that's more rare or minted something that's more rare, like uh, just pure luck, mm -hmm. you're now like getting more from this project than the person next to you. 100%. I, I agree with you like on the minting aspect of it. Um, but I, I, and the devil's advocate to that is the people that paid up to get one of the rare ones, like a blue or something like that and forego on the floor of all the, the rare ones. Hey, I paid a lot more Ada to get this. I'd like to be rewarded and more um, by holding it. I only hold one, but that one has this much weight to it. So well, well to even a comment, what you guys are saying, I'm looking at the, the last 12 hours or 13 hours of sales for good Charlotte. There is like six or seven reds that just got sold and bought today. A few orange, a pumpkin head. So people really took that and ran with it. And, and they went to secondary and they bought all those colors just for that allocation now. It's interesting, right? And it's a slip, like you said, it could be a slippery slope in some aspects because they did turn that over to the community's hands, right? Um, and the community, I, like I said, when I first saw it, the against was so much higher than the four. And then I, I just assumed and I went away from when I was out of town this weekend and I came back and to see it break back up. That was just, I didn't see the conversation that happened in between all that. But obviously, there's been a lot of chatter inside the Clay Discord over there uh, about that right now. So interesting enough. But um, I'm still curious, like you said, for all these things that are coming online now, like the Yummy Token, if you got allocated that same thing with Pavia back in the day, if you got that initial airdrop for the lands, if you would have sold right away on that hype you made some good ada same thing with yummy if you sold right away on some of the hype now you made some good ada i'm curious to see how clay is going to happen when that token comes out is it going to be worth buy you know getting rid of it somewhere right away how valuable is it going to be um that that's an interesting discussion as well um but i think it'll be similar to what it we're could seeing. be Sorry, right. I, had a, yeah. I had a hold of yawn in there um <laughs> I, I just think we're so early right now and not not picking on clay or, or yummy specifically i just think that every project is almost um at a point where they kind of have to roll the dice like we have to have a token come out why not we're going to give ourselves a percentage that we're going to allocate some to ourselves and if this thing takes off it's pretty much free money for our team 
because right now we're not making any more money past our original 10k drop um, besides you know some little bit rolling in on some royalties um, and especially if they have actual real plans that they're trying to follow through they got to get something going for funding uh, and, and give themselves some sort of paycheck to continue like for the amount of time and work they put in yeah um, and then uh, that that is one thing i'll say we were talking about um clay like whether this was ever their original plan you know a lot of these words weren't even being thrown around on the cardano side especially uh so it's something they really had a role with i think you know getting being fortunate enough to talk to david over there at yummy it almost seems like i mean he's he's so into yummy and just was so excited to make a project that was similar to something like pokemon that he was into when he was younger and those type of shows um that getting this kind of response and this kind of initial funding and, and community going i think he probably already always had in the back of his mind wanting to be able to do that game. I don't know if he ever thought it was a reality doing just some NFT, you know, Naru profile pictures. But uh, now I think he's more than just like, oh, this is fantastic. This is what I've really always wanted to do. I just didn't know if that was a real thing. Um, so it's really cool to see that and, and see how much he's just gets gets so excited about his own project. It's a lot of fun. Well, it's, it's dope too to see because we were talking in the clays where you go that token could fund your team like think about it you have all these people like moderators too and people that have been there since the beginning helping you build the brand but hey man i got a nine to five i can't i can't keep up with this they fund this token out there and they allocate it to some of the team members out there and then it does shoot up and you know that's a way to pay back those people who are like hey i need you full time here's my way of doing that for you guys to fund, like help build this team up um and i think we even saw that over and i was looking at clay's discord today uh was laza um Lazel's, uh clay clay in there she uh she quit her nine to five and she's a full-time inside I saw that. that's really cool so yeah. congrats to her as well man that's it's amazing to see that people's lives are changing from starting as a mod inside of this project that you believed in to actually now working with them um and, and being brought into that ecosystem so that is an interesting take um for people who do do these uh, coin releases over there it's a good way to pay them back like you said um I don't know. It's a cool, uh, you're going to see these big name projects, uh, especially the OGs. And like you said, that's have had the time to build come online right now. Cause those are the ones that I've been focusing on in the long term. you know, I, and again, these newer ones, this next generation, when it comes towards the end of summer, you're going to see some of those bigger ones, probably like chill Kongs, uh, maybe, maybe even boss, moth boss cat. And those, some of those guys that have now had time to build and, and kind of push out their next phase. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. Um, but shout out to Clay's and, and, and them over there. It's, it's going to be a def interesting conversation. Um, I wanted a quick touch on this. We talked about it earlier, TJ. Um, is this oh, as far as reveal statuses and marketing go for building projects? Have you guys seen? Uh, I know TJ has, but this mallard <laughs> over here, uh, these ducks. Uh, you have an invitation? I do, yes. You yeah. lucky, lucky bastard. <laughs> right? Dude, I was liking so much shit. I, I just genuinely. I just liked their marketing. I really did. It was very mysterious. I still like the, the way they're marketing everything. Um, it just really drew me in. And I, I mean, I was sold. The profile pictures, they look, they look great to me. I, I, I'm a big fan. So these things too, man, like, <laughs> you had to like interact with these guys, right? Like that was the big thing for them. It was like, it was this ominous, like just discord or the website was just like, you'll soon see what's happening here. Um, but, and there was nothing other than that. They hadn't even released the discord. Now they're doing them in like 30 minute, like intervals or something along those lines. They're up to like six, 7,000 people inside the discord now. And they have like the, you have to progress through like these trials and two out of three of these people, if you didn't get this five, they're only 500 of those invitation letters. If you didn't get one of those, 
you have to prove your worth to be able to get whitelisted for this thing. Um, and people are eating it up right now. Like they are like buying into this hype. Um, and nobody, I mean, obviously you can see the artwork right there. Um, and, and it looks good. It looks clean. Um, they got a cool concept, but it's like, whoever's doing their marketing right now for these guys, they're building hype, they're building engagement, they're building something. It's an interesting way um, in my mind of this next evolution of how to build hype for an NFT project. And we don't even know what the hell is really going on yet. Uh, that That's the craziest part about this. Um, what about you, Cardano, man? What are your thoughts on this, on this project? If you I, have any. I think anything that you can do to make yourself stand out as a project you need to do. And I think they've clearly done that uh, with their process. Mm -hmm. I personally don't have the time to do all these little tasks and, and prove, and prove <laughs> yeah. my worth. Um, but <laughs> for people who do it, fuck. Yeah. You know, it paid, like, it paid off though for people who did. Right. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's the crazy TJ. What's the, do we know what the floor is for those mallard things right now? I, actually, I was just about to check. It was like 1300 earlier today. 1390. 1390, man. One sold what? for 2000, two, two of them went to the same person. Didn't see NFT oh, BTC man. was the yeah, one. Yeah, he bought both this. of them. Yeah, he got in. Yes. So, can you imagine getting a free drop and selling it for two thousand eight? Like that. That's a key. That's right there. It's just engagement alone. Like you know, it's it's crazy to see that um, next evolution because I don't I don't know. Maybe the you know maybe these things come out and they're just the craziest thing and the floor is sitting over that um, and maybe it comes out and you know people like it and it's and it, it chills for a while at a decent floor price. Um, but there's going to be 6,500 of these things as from what we understand. And TJ has got the level two inside the discord. I do like the fact that you have to kind of level up inside the discord to gain like access into certain things. It's a cool, fun way to like play interaction. But like you said, hard on man too, if you're too busy, you got other things going on. Like it's just not going to work for you. You're going to have to be kind of just, you know, the, um, maybe I'll meet someone public kind of thing. Um, yeah, if I didn't have a letter, I couldn't do the grinding because we did the only grinding we ever did was happy hoppers. And that was that, months that was ago. Enough. That's that was well worth it. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm doing that though. Too. It was, it was, it was, it was enjoyable. You just yes. were having a good time doing it. Messing that was around, a laugh. having a laugh in the chat. It wasn't like, like, I don't want to sit here and do this for five hours. Let's well, I think it was only level is. five or something too. So it was very obtainable. It wasn't like a level 20 or 30, something ridiculous where I got to quit my job to get in there and, and start grinding away. Mm hmm it's it's interesting right like the, these guys say, there's they say there's no grind either right they say they'll notice you which is very weird yep um tj didn't they like they didn't they sent to you tj they never, yeah you, they just sent it to you yeah but, um, yeah they did yeah because i was i didn't mean uh shout out to words again about this he brought it to our attention i just fell in love with the project and i interacted i liked i look at that that's my right there the, the ducks mighty ducks throwing it up right there for them um but no they just it really it drew me in we talked about a live stream one time and tommy cracked a couple jokes and they were like oh you they kept like your me. poise and you know we saw your basically your your co-host or whatever he was kind of making jokes and you just kept your poise about us you, you said you liked us and whatnot so here you go he sent us an invite that way it's, it's cool to, it's cool that they're like like building something right they're building that hype the thing is can they execute now um and, and time will tell on that and that's not a shot you guys damn it if i'm trying to get into that this <laughs> let me go to the next spot they, they said they didn't hate you guys <laughs> oh man i just had that meme like i said of always eric andre at the white house you can say let me in dude just let me yeah, get right. in that next thing hey we're um, in a discord at least i mean that's we're yeah it is over um, yeah. but it's crazy it's, projects are getting creative man uh, that's the that's the next evolution of this stuff it's very different from when we've started out here you but, have to be you have to think outside the box 
I blame you. I mean, if we had sent out a tweet or anything, they probably would have noticed. Cardano. You probably 100%. could have been like, yo, guys, I'm in. And they would have been like, mm, okay. Yeah, I'll be your superhero yeah. of the Discord. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I know what you mean. It gets yeah. to that point even where I see some projects where I'm like, damn, this is a good giveaway. I want to kind of want to like and retweet this and share this to two people. But like, not not that I have like any followers, even like our you know our Freedom Thirty Five account. You don't want oh, don't one, you don't want talk. people coming to your page, look at your profile, and your last nine tweets are all retweets for giveaways on projects. <laughs> like you, you kind of want to make dude. it like a legitimate page. Account. Yeah, exactly. So you need you need your like burner accounts, like consider and retweet and do this stuff. Some, I've done some retweeting in the past two weeks. I've, yeah, I've no, I mean, yeah, you just find yourself doing, it, and then I got to go back through and remember to like, all right, like nine of these giveaways are already over. Let's delete these from our page. I don't need these retweeted anymore. Um, sometimes your whole page will be that well my first yeah. 20 tweets ever in my twitter right now for this one specifically is all retweets i wanted giveaways back in the day <laughs> yeah they've got good engagement though so i mean it's different for these guys i'm so curious to see how this goes and obviously it's cool to see that they're building like a, a following right now they've got people doing tributes in their discord of like what are you going to do they have people writing like the lore uh to for like the next part of the story so it's cool that they got people inter uh, interacting with this stuff. And I don't know, it's, it's almost like where you just keep building up the hype because you don't want it to end. And then when it finally gets there, how's that going to react with everybody? Or do they have enough plans to continue on past that? that? That's not even an issue. And they've got all these things in the works. So interesting to see what these guys have. Um, and it's just, I just thought it was a unique style. Um, they're building, they're slowly, fastly, not slowly, very, very quickly building hype inside this space right now. Who is, um, uh, who's the one person they follow? before you? Hoskinson. Awesome. So, yep. I always That's, ask that too. I'm always so curious about that. Yep. The only person when it's do. one, it catches your name. It catches your eye so much. Yeah. Can you imagine if it was just? I'm just. I'm like always you. waiting for it to be Freedom 35. Yeah. Right. One it was day. me. They just followed me. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, you guys know about Beat Boys? Beat Boys. I've heard of that name. I don't know about them though. They're doing something similar along the line. They like airdropped hall passes to their first followers. And then oh. now they're doing like a free mint for whitelist where you need to mint all three, right? Uh -huh. And their first whitelist, like neighborhood Dude. mint, um, it was a Spotify link that they dropped, and the mint link was in the Spotify like bio. That's sick. And they're like doing everything they can to like really make sure you want to mint the. Is that on uh, Ada or Cardano? Yeah, no, oh, that's yeah. sick. I'm gonna look that up. I saw something else. I don't know if that's the same project. Beat, you said Beast Boys or Beat Boys? Beat, Beat, Beat Boys. Beast there was Boys another. Beast Boys is the Soul Ada one. That's the Soul. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Beat that, Boys. So there was another one that I saw tonight that was like 666 of these things. It was like another weird like thing like that where it was like a kind of initiation kind of factor, and people were like really getting into it. Um, I, I don't, I can't remember the name. It was a black and white logo though as well. Uh, something Society or Order or something like that. Um, so that's the next model right now everybody there's there's your next model to get going genesis tokens stuff. they work yep oh for sure they work um yeah so one of the last things i just want we were on the topic of clays over there i just had to shout him out over here just because uh we had him onto the stream was ken adams um he's an og inside this space i met him over in cardano trees i'm sure you guys have seen him throughout there if you're an old money fan um, you've definitely seen him because you're he's your uh, press secretary over there press secretary um, uh yeah Anderson. Cooper, Cooper over there, Ke Cooper. Um, but he, he, I had him onto the stream over here um, with 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 everybody. Um, the reason that we got him on, everybody, though, was, that's who we're at. That's where that's who we are now. I, mean, I was like, as with I was the, saying that, everybody. I was like, I didn't have him on. We had him on. I was just like, I always have that habit of like, yeah, I got him. It's, yeah, we had him on. 
um, over here, and he he is doing these oil paintings over so there. So cool seeing yours right there, Tommy. That's so wild. It's, it's so like weird in the background there. Yeah, seeing the silhouette. That's so cool. Yeah, he, he went ahead and dropped these. Uh, you know, he, he's reached out to multiple people inside the space and is doing these live paintings, which I really love the unsig that he's done. He's a very talented guy. Um, but he did these uh, collect his second set of collections over here where he painted his Angel Baby Hit Squad here. Um, and he's selling them as NFT like canvas uh, oil paintings right now. Um, and, and one of the reasons we had him on, too, is he took my blue clay nation. He had reached out a long time ago. and was like, hey, can I paint this over here? Um, and, you know, whatever ends up happening with this, we'll go 50 50 on these profits. So um, I it was cool to see him kind of reveal this stuff. But the one cool thing I did want to point out in this collection was um, this is Barry. This is um, Alessandro's space butt. Uh, right here and he actually painted Alessandro's space bud which is probably my favorite uh personally out of the three that he that he just did it looks so well done so I just wanted to give him a nod on this and then shout out Ken dude you you deserve the you know the credit the attention man I, I really appreciate what he does I think uh, uh shiny went minted or yeah I think shiny went minted um yours yeah. or the uh, the space bud I know he was doing that during our live stream that I think at the unsig Dude, the unsig, that's what it was. Yep, yeah, yeah, pretty sure it was the unsig. That's right. Oh, and just, uh, I don't know if you guys like, dude, he does such oh, a good such job it. on this. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like all oil paintings, like all legit, man. It, like he does a very, very good job at this stuff. So it's just I wanted to shout out Ken over there for that. I thought it was really cool that he did that. And he's like, you know, he's working with like NFT maker and these people to like set up new contracts. Like he's very technical. I know he's big on like Project Catalyst stuff. Um, before this, he was doing a YouTube channel and all that stuff. So um but he's he's a, he's an awesome dude and it was just a cool thing to, to see out there so if you guys want to support him and what he's got going on um uh go ahead and make sure to check these out only 25 8 over there if you want to mint one of these um and we can mint the clay dude do that for me <laughs> so use those profits from the oil painting mints to buy yourself a bill how about that there, there you, you go. go oh i, I will 100 do that um God, man, I wish we could talk old money a lot longer over there. That's another project that um, we did a community spotlight with him over there on. It's one of the coolest and most underrated projects, I'd say, in the space, even though people know about them. But the tech that they have over there, the things, the amusements that they did, the rise, like that, so, the, the lore, the advertising, the marketing, everything they do is just so well thought out and detailed. It's it's great. It's it's one of my favorite projects. And it's just um, even just the last release, the, or maybe they just did a newer one before that but the horny pimp kits they did where they had the qr codes on the bills i, I like scanned it and got to an amazon address and bought like the i actually bought the little the eye drop form rising <laughs> from like yeah. the uh i don't know it was brodos yeah 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 so it was it's crazy to see those guys but so I, I we'll definitely have to get back in it i need to be an mf or um official get the bill dude I, I love old money so much. They have executed so perfectly their creative direction. Mm -hmm. Like whoever is creatively directing the entire brand and project is brilliant. And they've created basically a world that they can continue to expand upon. They've got a loyal community. Right. Like I would, it is so hard for me to believe that they are going to go anywhere without like they're, yeah. I, I just love it so much. They've also cultivated an atmosphere. that's very hard to get like within a community where it's kind of like, and we don't care. Like, we're just like, like, fuck you guys. We don't care. Oh, you didn't get them in. Ha ha ha. Sucks for you guys. Like, you know, when you're trying to do like the caption stuff like that and they're messing with you, but doing it at the same time where everything actually does work well, you can tell that there's a lot of care and thought put into everything. It's that like, uh, I'm, 
I, I had pulled off like the perfect, you know, like I look like I don't give a shit look, but it, you know, takes a lot of time to kind of curate that. And they've, they've done a great job with it. Um, we're, we're in the community also has just like lashed onto that. So, I mean, the, the fact they call themselves, you know, MFers, um, just that whole thing where you can't force that though, if that's forced too much, you know, people won't really get onto it and they'll just be like, you guys tried way too hard. You know, we could feel it and it just wasn't funny, but it, it when it develops naturally like that, it's just so much more powerful. Um, and they've done the perfect job of it. Man, even uh, I was at uh, the last minute before that horny pimp kid, they had like the MF or FM, like the radio station mm-hmm. that they do. And that radio station just felt like it felt so natural. Like they had them all up on the panel. It was like you literally, hey, call it. Like they just bring you in. They talk to you for a little bit, like take your question. And then they you'd be off. And uh, it was just like jumping into the radio. State. They played that whole persona. They had like the Frank Sinatra. But like every now and then you would hear like horny or somebody's like random like voice, like in the background on the playlist. Like it was just so well executed for that team and uh, they're like hey yeah his planes landed a little bit late he'll be a little you know maybe they had a delay in the mint or whatever it was but yeah his planes late uh he'll be here soon who knows if we'll get a chance to mint but thanks for hanging out and they have that and it's just like holy shit like that i loved it i sat in there for two hours and i, I didn't even, like you know i was just waiting for that mint to happen so um yeah big really had to put on a show last minute like an extra hour yes it was so fun and um we even we we got inspired i think when we did that episode tom remember we we put a uh an old money bill one of the the blue heads and we did a, it was oh, like well, a, our own little easter egg for like we trying we, to we thought yeah. we were being clever they, they caught our amateurs in their in their community yeah we thought we were doing a little easter egg before we put one of their pictures in like see if you can figure out this from they had it within like a minute yeah. of the episode coming out and they were just like oh yeah easter egg no problem and there was like multiple people too that guessed it right instantly they, they messaged us yeah we like, put, damn, rank, we we put rank number 35 <laughs> like, head on our thumbnail and say guys if you can figure this out you guys will win a, a whatever giveaway headband or something and as soon as it got to the old money thing dude literally within a few minutes they were there well here so, we are we were like a bunch of assholes like what happens if someone doesn't get it like it's a giveaway we're giving something away it's our episode thumbnails we can't really like retweet it that well next week if someone hasn't figured it out yet because it's like an old episode at that point it'd be kind of weird and then tj you're just like guys they they figured it out within five minutes of the episode release what yeah i'm just going through the dms I'm like oh shit it's a dm with their address like asking for the giveaway what are you guys talking like, about it was just like oh, okay well never mind you know you guys so. uh you guys been in any of their auctions I have not. I have so not did no. they just do one today um, at like 3 p.m.? Oh, my God. A back, you know the back of the bills? Yes. Like yeah. The $2 bills, bills, right? The back of them? Yeah. How rare yeah, those are? One of them, the bid got up to 20K oh my for the back of the bill. And the person who like lost it went and bought one on secondary for 21K. Really? So 42K ate out on two back of That was the one for today. Yeah, yeah today. That's amazing. I, I feel like that's a slept on project still because why did no one tweet about that? I mean, maybe I missed it if someone so, did, but shit. So my thing with that was just why we did the community spotlight. It was like, I know about old money. I've heard about old money. I know it's fun. I know it's engaged, but I'm like, I'm so lost because they have so much going on. There's not like a quick, easy, let me wrap my head up. Like, it's not like the cookie cutter NFT project. Like, oh, here's our roadmap. Here's this. It's like, no, you got to be immersed in that community to really understand what the hell's going on. And I love how they even just now, it was always Hydro and Trixon. Now they brought in Horny and I, who knows, they could bring in more candidates. Like, you don't know if the election's even a thing. Like, there's so much yeah. like just mystery to the whole project, dude. It's the, uh, I didn't even expect to talk about money tonight, but I can talk about money all the time. I'm uh, look at it now. Shit, payday's on Friday, man. I think I'm gonna go load up on some ADA, maybe grab a couple bills. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna tell you that some of the most fun I've had in this space. Clark and I auctioned off one of our bills for like 3k, but then the top bid was three three k, something around there. 
And there were like five auctions before us. And yeah. it is just so fucking fun. There yeah. is so many people in that auction house. Like someone sends a bid, everyone freaks out, types things. Everyone goes, someone else sends a bid. Like it is just so electric being in, in <laughs> one of those auctions. Even if you're not selling anything, even if you're not buying anything, just being there while it's happening, it's so fun. Man, the the tech and stuff too, like the the rides, like the atmosphere that they've created, like that culture, it just it's it's one of a kind inside this space like there's nobody that can even that comes close to like the interaction of what they actually do over there like uh, you got me thinking about it right now i had to pull up just even their website just just to even look at that like how it shows them printing of the bills and just like the like the way they graffiti the dev work they do on the back end is great the website and stuff works so well like the radio thing you were talking about to tommy oh like the amount of work they put into this well, even the, like all the different things, like if you really go into the bottom of this stuff, man, we could, we could get into this all the time, but the, uh, you know, the, what is it? Uh, the inflation you, the Unor- one, Je- Jealous the, Island and Thunderland, yeah. like all those different things are so good. Like so well done um, over here. And people probably get lost inside this space. Like what the hell is all this stuff going on? But if you click on any one of these things, there's, you can get lost on this website for hours uh, and building into this stuff. And like I said, the bet, the back work that Hudro um, over there probably has to put in duty, um, dude, shout out to him. Huge shout out to tricks and as well for the artwork. There's nothing like this. Like they take something that seems so simple with those dollar bills and just, it's so, so well done. Um, I was going to say, you can't shout out one, not the other. <laughs> no. Well, and then horny, like, even now they got horny into there where he defaced, like they got little dicks on the bill. Like, I mean, it's just, it's funny, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, it's just like some shit we would do. Like, when we were kids and like ah this would be funny um and then they they do it and execute it to a point where it's like you know it's even like to the moon like just funny dumb shit they, like that they, these are our real bills in real life right now that'd be great <laughs> right i oh, mean you got me hyped up now i want to go over to old money right now so um shout out to these guys i'm definitely going to go ahead and uh i need to get my bill man um i love this though that the the role like if you have the white role you're not an mfr and even when they were doing the radio show the one uh that meant they were just like oh shit he's a white name over there should we let him up <laughs> or is he gonna scream <laughs> in our face <laughs> and the guy was like fair enough dude all right the guy didn't like he's like he didn't yell at us so we'll, we'll, we'll hang out with you um but yeah i well, didn't plan on talking old money tonight but i would definitely uh bring that up it's a good great great project um guys before before we wrap over here on the back end i have one last question for you um we haven't really asked this i guess with everybody but what uh what your version of freedom 35 looks like i guess for us when we started this thing it was always in crypto too was you know to gain some sort of financial freedom to be able to live a lifestyle that enabled us to you know do what we wanted to do uh be comfortable and have fun and enjoy just life um, can, can you guys kind of give us, or if you've ever thought about that, what does your version of freedom 35 look like? Um, Clark, I kind of want to start with you. I think that I like that idea of just like having enough money to like where I can do what I want when I want, like with who I want is kind of like just the overall encompassing idea that even if I have that, I don't think that I would feel like I have it all or I have enough. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what is that perfect vision for me? Like, I'm only 24. I turned 25 in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing in a year, in five years, let alone like 10 years. So I think for me, it's just like to just really be comfortable with me and my situation overall. And yeah. that includes money. That includes like life. And I have a girlfriend now. Like, it includes just overall everything. Yeah. Well, it's a distinction we've had to make, uh, like where the freedom part isn't necessarily like, I just want to sit around all day and do nothing. 
Like I don't want to, you know, just hit a certain number and like I quit my job and don't have to go work at all. Like I, I can't imagine, like you said, doing that. I couldn't imagine just stopping everything I'm doing and being like, it's Lazy more like you, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's more hitting that it's more getting to that state where you don't have to maybe like rely on some things that you wouldn't be doing otherwise. And then now you're like free to work on the things you're only passionate in and continue to build on that. Um, you know, it's, there's never like the stopping point. I agree. It's just, it would be impossible to do. Yeah. yeah just man, doing but... what I'm passionate, you know? Yeah, for no, sure. And I'm still finding new things that I love all the time. I mean, a year ago, I only liked trading shit coins on Binance. <laughs> now here I am 600 NFT later. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. And, and just building off what you said, Clark, about it's not necessarily like, let me just, I want to get all the money in the world and be able to do whatever I want. I think for me, I'd love to get to a point where financially I'm stable and I have enough income and everything that I kind of want that aren't grand extravagant things I can get and everything that I need is accounted for. But I don't actually have all the money and I still, and because of that, I still have a ton of motivation to, to keep building and keep mm -hmm. doing things. Because I think once you get to a point where you do have basically fuck you money, whether people want to admit it or not, it can be hard to, to be motivated to keep building and keep kind of just expanding what you're doing as a human it can be difficult. You really have to be passionate about certain things. And obviously if you're driven by your passion, there is no amount of money that will, that will stop you. But mm -hmm none of us know that to be true because none of us have fuck you money yet. So, right. Right. Yeah. Now so Tommy's I, I, got that one-on-one OE though. I do, but uh, right, now, right now it's not worth that fuck you money. It's worth uh, some money, but not fuck you money. Um, <laughs> maybe in five years, it's worth fuck you money. Um, it's, it's more of a screw you money. You know, it's a little, little nicer. Little PG like, version. Hey, that's, that's hey, nice. screw you. That's good money. Uh, but, but I think one thing for us inside this NFT community, like we always freedom 35. I think Tom, you created that chat back in 2017 when we were trading like XRP and Tron and buy uh, off finance with Ethereum and stuff. Cause we thought we were going to make it go to the moon, whatever the hell that was. It's kind of why we always play the play with the rocket ship into the a Cardano moon over here. But once um, we realized that, wasn't going to be the case. We didn't, we didn't make it in that time frame. Um, getting into this NFT world, it's been interesting because it's like, yes, you can make money in this, but the relationships and the things that we've gained, I found like a brand, like I said, I was a year ago, I was trading shit coins, but I was also like motivated by other things in life. And now here I am, I've had this huge passion for this blockchain uh, technology and all these wonderful creators and artists and people that we met over the last year. Um, and it, it, my like passion has started to grow and it's like, okay, well now that I'm doing my career job and I have this, it's like my passion starting to pull me this way, but it's like, I still, this is how I make money. This is how I survive. And it's like, so how do you, how do you combine, how do you combine the two, right? Like, how do I take my passion and make that money and, and live? And I think that's really where freedom 35 for us comes. And it's always like, I got two years left before freedom 35 happens, man. Yeah. Um, you got a year and a few months time to come on. So I, I always make the joke is that's why I get the lucky mints because I'm older than these guys and I need to get there quicker. So they're giving me the good stuff now <laughs> to get me there faster. Oh, that's so bullshit. <laughs> uh, but it, it's been awesome. Uh, that's, that's great to hear that. I love, I, I love that answer from both of you guys. Cause like you said, you'll never, I don't know, like you, you may feel satisfied when you get that money, but I, I feel like everybody wants to continue to grow and lean into that passion because if you are, then the money's not, you know, not the motivator anymore. It's just what you do. 
Um, so I think that's cool. Um, and guys, we, yeah, we appreciate you, uh, jumping in, man. It's just, uh, it was a great only, time. It, yeah. This has been, it was a different, a little bit different of a style still got into the, you know, some of the stuff we wanted to talk about, but we really hit into some topics that like, you know, like are, are deep at the same time inside of this NFT space that we may not always elaborate on. Um, so we appreciate your guys' insight because obviously you've been around here the same amount of time and experienced some of the things and more than we have. Um, so it's cool to hear your guys' backstory too and kind of compare and contrast some of that stuff. This is this has been super delightful and it's amazing for me to kind of watch how you guys have grown while at the same time we've grown. Because yeah. um, I remember when when you guys started and, and had two, 300 followers. And it was like, these dudes are doing a podcast and that is fucking awesome. And so to kind of get to this point where now we're, you know, both of us and in, in our own respective ways are established and we have our niche and we have our thing and to come together and have this conversation is just awesome. And I, and I'd, <laughs> I'd love to do it again. And absolutely. Sure. Anytime. I, well, I wanted to say, I still remember the first time uh, one was like, oh, Cardano man liked one of our tweets. Like that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But even then, more of like it was after that happened. We we're just like, see, I told you. Like they totally know who we are. Like they they've heard. <laughs> That's it. Like, for real. Cardano, exactly man, they, there's no way they haven't seen like one of our tweets or some. We got like a retweet once from Grumpy Bunnies. They must have seen something <laughs> in there. And then we saw a like. We're like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then you know, now on the show, so it just kind of comes full circle. It's been awesome to be able to do this. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely listened in on some podcasts. Like, because at my work, it's just so easy to throw on. Like, mm -hmm. so easy, and the content's good. It's there, you know. We appreciate it, man. It's like at the end of the day, we're not trying to be somebody we're not. I know it's you know we're not the typical YouTuber out there these days. Um, and you know, to a degree, sometimes we compare ourselves to that kind of thing, but. I think at the end of the day, we always wanted to talk and enjoy and just get to know people inside the space. And that's, it's gone way. I remember before we ever started this, it was always, dude, what if these people want to talk to us one day? What if we can talk to one of those people one day? And now it's like, Hey, who are we talking to next this week? Cause we have like all these people asking us to, and it's just been like kind of surreal almost at the same time, but it's amazing to see like guys like yourself um, who have, have come up and have established a name for, for yourselves as well. Cause obviously you guys have grown exponentially too, which is really cool to see. And then for us, like you said, to be able to combine here, have this conversation and, uh, and just enjoy talking about what we're all passionate about in the first place. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you guys have had kind of everyone, but if there's anyone that you can't get in touch with, just let me know. I, I can connect you. And yeah, Charles, Charles, Charles Hawkinson. Hawkinson. <laughs> I wish. I'm scared. That's okay, that's a big like, one. That's a little bit of a big ass. It's a little about, stretch, right? What yeah. about? But Super, what about? Super I feel like you could pull that one, though. I really feel like you guys have brand yeah. yourself well oh, enough to be that. I think you could pull it. It's like yeah. my biggest fear. He's going to like look at, he's somehow we're going to come cross paths and be like, who the fuck are you? And why are you calling yourself Cardano, man? Tell him he needs to go to Freedom 35ers podcast episode 32, <laughs> technically episode 33 for the OGs, go to timestamp 22 minutes or whatever, and he'll get his answer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that would be dope, man. We appreciate that. I think well, maybe maybe after stream, we'll, we'll take you up on one of those um, for some people. But, um, dude, yeah, we appreciate you guys uh, jumping on here. It's been an honor to host you guys. Hopefully, we haven't kept you too long. Um, I know it's, it always tends to be this way, but I had a really enjoyable conversation tonight. It was fun to kind of switch it up a bit and get back to let's just talk about this stuff and get into it. I, I had a great time. So, thank you guys for jumping on tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having us. You guys so, rock. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, lastly, for anybody who's listening, um, what's the best place to go ahead and get in contact if they want to learn more about you or just kind of get to know you guys? 
uh, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't already know. Right. If you DM Cardano, man, chances are I read it and not him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and not Discord. Definitely not Discord. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I look through my DMs a lot, um, but I'll get like thirty down, and it's all like, check out my new project, and I don't want to go any farther. So, <laughs> yep. yeah, it's yeah, well. If anything, like you guys, you guys are staying in spaces and and sings every now and then. It seems like, but um, yeah, I mean, just look around throughout the community. Shoot a tweet out every now and then. Like you said, you guys see it. Um, even yeah. if you don't respond, it's like, hey, I acknowledge that. Sometimes, you know, when I get a chance, I'll get back with you guys, kind of thing. Well, that's the, um, the one thing. We always see it. Uh, I think yep. people think that's not the case. Like, if you're trying to get Fahad Dugan's attention, you tweet at him, he probably sees it. Like, these yep. bigger accounts, like me and, and everyone else, like, they see everything. <laughs> so yeah. don't, you know, don't think you're neglected or, or just, like, not visible. You're visible, and it'll come. There's yeah, just a just, million. There's so many people trying to get at us, get our attention, DM us, check out our – it's, like, it's hard. Yeah. And it comes from the content creator and other spe- just in general media, like social media, like spaces. It's like, holy shit, I'm getting hit from every way right now. And some days I just want a day to like relax. And that may have been a day that you sent me something and I didn't respond. And it's just like, shit, I wasn't intentional or anything like that. It's just a matter of I'll catch up when we can or shoot me another something maybe. And we'll, we'll get a chance to follow up. So, and if, and if Mallard order reaches out, you guys see it, right? You definitely see that one. No, Mal- <laughs> I would not miss that one. <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. Um, it's been awesome to host you guys on Cardano, man. Clark Kent, thank you guys both for joining us. It's been another episode of Freedom 35ers. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.